in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, everybody, this is the Mike Rutherford Show. It is Friday, September 30th. Happy Football Friday to you. Hours away now from the start of the high school weekend. And then we got, obviously, big-time college football all over the place this weekend. We're going to talk about it today from 3 to 6. And we are live another mobile remote satellite University of Louisville College of Business Studios today. We are live from Oxmoor Ford. Uh, stop by and see us if you want here in the heart of St. Matthews. Show Trevor Kelsey your butt as always. Give us the middle finger. Throw an L up. Whatever you want to do, we're happy to have you here. Oxmoor Ford, the most extensive inventory in the area with 150 new vehicles available to choose from. It's the largest Ford factory and their certified inventory in Kentuckyana rates with starting as low as 1.9%. See the dealer here for details. We love our friends here at Oxmoor more forward. Happy to be here on a Friday. I say we're happy to be here. I'm definitely happy to be here. Trevor Kelsey, not happy with anything right now. My man was, uh, you were, as the kids say, on tilt when I walked in. I heard, tilt? I heard uh, it's, it's a poker term. It means like things are going wrong. You're ready to just like do whatever. You're just, you're aggravated. You're done. There was talk of throwing things. Um, there was talk of um, expletives being thrown around in every direction. You're just, you're not feeling the Friday magic right you're, now. You're not seeing me angry with equipment, are you? Have yeah. you seen me this angry with equipment? Not this angry, but like usually, I it's, get very, I get very it's like angry. Fifty percent of the time we're on remote, I feel like something bad happens. If, so, if things don't work perfectly the way they're supposed to for me, I uh, I have been known to sound like uh, Ralphie's dad when he's fixing the furnace. At the studio, you there, there, there are expletives that you can hear still floating over Top Golf nets right now that I was probably yelling earlier. By the way, the nets are up. At Top I you like that? I guess there goes the whole city. Whole city's going to burst yeah. into flames any second now. I yeah, I replaced that. Lake Michigan with Top Golf. Like, like, like I did that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember the movie. When things go wrong in the studio, I feel like you're a little bit more laid back. I, I don't know if it's because you're like at your home base. It's like when you're, you know, the furnace goes out at home. You kind of you're in control. Well, tell us, I really can't curse that loud because I'm probably getting more trouble than anything. But. You're gonna go to hell. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I was already going there anyway. I'm yeah. not worried about that. When we're all remote. I feel like you're a little bit more. You're you're more visibly upset. I don't know if it's the lack of. Like access to nicotine, I don't know what's going on, but you're. you're just so it is. I've got the leg shakes going a little bit more. There, there will be a cigarette break on this first commercial break. I promise you. We are. That was the easiest bet of the day. I uh, mean, there's, there's nothing more. Yeah, it is easy money as you can get. 
We are here at Oxmoor Ford. Uh, Trevor Kelsey is here. We're, we're going to talk, obviously, a lot about tomorrow's game between Louisville and Boston College. We've got other some notes to get to regarding Cardinal Athletics. It's a big weekend in college football. At 530, we'll do our pick segment. We'll preview the high school game of the week, which, by the way, polls are open right now uh, on Twitter, at Card Chronicle. You can vote there. And then uh, it's a big weekend for the area teams. Obviously, UK has a gigantic game against Ole Miss. Uh, Louisville's game against Boston College, not as big nationally, but certainly big for both those teams looking for their first win in the ACC. It's a big weekend for Western. IU Who's got a winnable game in the Big Ten? And then we'll talk about all the top 25 matches across the table. Jeff's got a huge game against Minnesota. That may may or may not come up during the pick segment. Okay. And then at 5.30, we'll, we'll talk Ooh, about all I'm that. I'm torn. Stuff. The man I, I love to come to Louisville versus the man that I kind of love, but no, we're never going to get at Louisville and P.J. Fleck. It's, yeah, it's. What am I going to do? This is like picking my, I'm, I'm like. Leonardo DiCaprio when he needs to pick his parents and catch me if he can. It's like, just write down the name. I'm curious to hear what you have to say on that. Born. Uh, that's going to be good. But, TK, first, before all that good stuff, how was your uh, how was your Thursday night? Please stop doing that with Mike. It is killing my ears. Is that Well, I mean, <laughs> turning it on and off. Yeah, it is. Very, you like that? It is clicking every time you pick it up. It is. is that, I wonder how much just is that going over the air really well? I'm assuming it's over the air. Yeah, that's. Yeah, anytime you do something sure. with a mic, okay. yeah, if I can hear it. So now I just got to leave it on. Okay. You gotta have to leave I hate it that because I like muting my mic. You're not going to be able to put it down. Well, that's, <laughs> that's like, okay. Uh, last night, oh, it was a good night. Uh, won some money on the Bengals. Nice. Um, I was not a – on one hand, I love the Bengals jerseys and helmets. On the other hand, I was not liking the white versus white helmets matching. I kind of liked it. I didn't I, – first of all, I thought that was a rule. I didn't think you were allowed to do that in, in, in NFL. I don't know if they just got away. I mean, I mean, with the opponent, Miami doesn't have an alternate helmet, I guess, to wear. So maybe maybe they could have maybe picked a different opponent to wear these these alternate jerseys. But um, nonetheless, it was you know the game was fun. Won some money on it. Watched uh, Zombieland one and two, uh, and then watched Hocus Pocus and went to bed. Well, Hocus Pocus, all right. Yeah, and well, it got distracted. Hocus, Hocus Pocus. October, wow. It was on ABC when I when I turned on the TV that was it came ABC on. Family? And no, just regular ABC. It was on ABC, the, the big network. Yeah, the big one. Really? It was at the very beginning. And oh, I was, it's the Disney Corporation. They're trying to hype up the fact that new Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2, is coming out only on Disney, whatever the app is. Oh, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. So that's why ABC's trying to generate some attention well, there. Well, that's, well, yeah. I mean, well, I'm never going to watch that unless you paid me $1,000. I'll so watch it. I won't watch that crap. But, so, yeah, but the, so I saw that and I started watching it and I was like, well, I want to watch the bingo game. Of course, I got to do that on my computer because, you know, it's on Amazon Prime only. So I just was like, well, I'll come back to Hocus Pocus. So I watched the game, and then when the game was over, I watched Hocus Pocus. And then Ooh. I don't know why I just suddenly started watching Zombieland. I was like, I just watched Zombieland too. You're getting in the spirit before October. I mean, I'm not even a Halloween guy. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Maybe this is the year that changes. It sounds like you're already, you're already feeling the flow. I mean, I do have Halloween candy at the house. Now, sort of. We are. I mentioned yesterday we're contractually obligated as somebody who hosts a radio show to talk about you know, Barry Bonds and Aaron Judge and the home run record and the controversy. You can't Even if we were a, I don't know, like Louisville field hockey themed show, we would be contractually obligated to talk about the home run race. Now, I think today, if you host a sports radio show, you are contractually obligated to talk about Tua. You know, should all the Dolphins be thrown in jail? No, all this good stuff. Lord. It was a, I mean, because that's the the talk of the day. It's the easy sports topic to get to. It was a, I mean, let's be real. It was a scary moment. It was very. I felt awkward every time they showed the, the close up of his hands. I'm like, we don't, we, we don't need to see it again. Like we we know it's bad. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, Teddy comes in. Teddy plays pretty well. Like, that was Teddy the looks one good. Thing. Teddy looks good. I wish they would let him throw more. I don't know why. Like, he, every time he made a good throw, they're like, okay, now let's run it three times. I was like, let, let the man rip. Let, let him do what he's doing. He's throwing the ball well. No, nah, I mean, like I said, I had Bengals master and half, so I didn't want well, to do that did, well. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't. But the, <laughs> the Tua stuff, I think, was weird. Here's where I, I kind of stand on the Tua stuff. Like, 
obviously it's easy to throw around hot takes, and everybody retweeted that doctor who was like before the game saying like if he gets another concussion, this could end his career. Like people who have five concussions, who have two concussions in five days, it can kill them. Like this is silly. But like everybody who retweeted that. You know they kept watching the game, and like you know they're going. We're all hypocrites about this. Like oh, we I can know, say I it's know. like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna watch football this weekend. We're, t- we're gonna talk about football throughout the show. So unless I'm willing to like say, I- I'm done. I'm out. Like I think it it sort of rings hollow when you say things like you know he shouldn't have been out there. The Dolphins should all be thrown in jail. Like you know we're, we're all we're all we all know what's going on here. We're all e- equal opportunity offenders and all this. Well, I, I, I mean he passed. Concussion protocol on Sunday. They they claimed they said it wasn't a concussion. They though. said it was his back, which yeah. is ridiculous. Well, for all we know, it could have been. I mean, except I'm, he's holding his head and shaking his head the entire time that his legs go out from underneath him. Like it looked like a case in point. I'm not a doctor. You're injury. not a doctor. Ninety nine percent of the people aren't doctors. Well, the guy who did tweet that was a doctor. So uh, that means he's that smart to begin with. Well, <laughs> he's a doctor. Dude. So was the guy on The Simpsons. <laughs> so what's your point? Once again, Sim- hello everybody. The Simpsons is not real. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, I mean it's it was it was an unfortunate hit and kind of sucks and hope he's be okay. He obviously had all the movements and the hand thing was really crazy to see oh, and oh, it just creeps me out. And then uh, but I'm glad Teddy came and got to come in and you know hopefully be okay. And then all the people that are like yelling at the clouds about the Dolphins, just shut up. You're you're an idiot. <laughs> well, I don't think that's true, but um, because you're a hit, like you said, you're a hypocrite. You're gonna keep watching. You're gonna watch again. I love the people who are like oh, I'm never gonna watch the NFL again. The NFL should be. You know, it's, it's horrible, it's evil, it's, you know. I mean, it, it kind of is, but we're it's still going to watch it. Listen, it's a sport where injuries happen. Bad things, unfortunately, happen. I don't want it to happen. I'm glad he's okay, but doesn't mean you just completely end everything. Yeah, it's, I mean. It's, 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 to, to have just the complete knee-jerk reactions, like, I mean, I, I couldn't keep it on ESPN for more than two seconds listening to the talking heads that breathe out their mouths. Well, but you have to understand, it's not just about Tua. It's about. You know, all the cases of CTE that we're seeing pile up now. It's mm-hmm. all the case. I mean, I, I don't blame anybody. It's why, like, when people get mad at, at certain players for walking away in the prime of their career, I, I'm not going to hate it. No, I don't hate on them. If you've made your money and you want to leave, that's, I think that's no, absolutely the right I have no problem with that. It's your decision. It's your job. It's your life. I did love the. I just, they just, I just, I just, I don't annoy me, but it slightly annoys me and cracks me up at the same time. Just the people who, you know, act like they think they know everything and know probably less than I do, which is saying a lot. I mean, I don't know who you're talking about, but. Uh, Majority. I don't, I don't, okay. Anybody uh, that was like, the, the, the Dolphins should be ashamed of themselves, like, shut up. You're an idiot. I, I don't think that's the takeaway, <laughs> but, but okay. Um, I think it was, I mean, it was a, it was a bad look for a lot of people last night, but again. Like, Most of the ones that talked on the internet. Disagree with that. <laughs> I, I think we're all, we're all hypocrites here. I mean, people are getting their paycheck. I mean, it was, well, yeah, I, so I was, was surprised he was going to play, just based on the fact that it looked like it was a clear, like that was a, what a concussion looks like. As somebody who's had three, like that looked like. A bona fide. I mean, you don't did he have a concussion in Alabama? I guess, or I have no idea. But I like, mean, I mean, he got he clearly was knocked off his feet like four days ago during a game. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, he was he was banged up. Again, we don't know what what was, but he was banged up. He was. I mean, holding your head, shaking your head, and like the way he couldn't walk was. It looked like it was a like a concussion, yeah. mm. and then to have him like take what looked to be a far less significant hit last night and have your arm like when your fingers do that like that's a straight neurological thing oh yeah like yeah. that's like, like there's no there's no question about that but i did like mike mcdaniel today saying like that could be a spine thing though not a concussion thing though 
Well, that's not. It wouldn't be neurological. Then it's. I mean, you could you could have you could have like a like a spine seize up. If it's a spine thing, then that's that's for, then that's way more significant. But that would also confirm that the, it was a back injury last week, not a concussion, too. Uh, but your your arms don't do that if you have a if it's a back injury. Your, your fingers don't do that. That's that's. Okay. A, you took three years of the medical school with those law classes. I I've had a concussion <laughs> before three times. So I well one for me, but yeah. Yeah, I've had three. Uh, my fingers did do that the second time when I got knocked unconscious. Like you, you have you cannot control them. Like I was walking off the field. Like this, and it was, me off. <laughs> it was a very, very strange feeling to have. Um, but like that's classic concussion thing, and and for him to, you know, it was it was it was a bad look. But again, we're all going to keep watching. We're all parts of this. And I did like Mike McDaniel today saying like his explanation was Tua sat next to me on the plane. They talked about how he was feeling. We watched McGruber on my phone, and we all laughed together, as if well, it's like well, love it's, that. It's like I mean, part of me, but it's like. Can you imagine like a neuro- neurologist going to him and be like, "Okay, here's the test. Did you laugh when you watched McGruber?" Then he had a concussion, apparently. <laughs> then he's fine. <laughs> no, are you sure? That made me see his poggy. No, McGruber's hilarious. Oh, okay, my bad. If he laughed then, then he's okay. But if he didn't, if if he just stared there, sat there and stared at the phone blankly while McGruber was playing, then we've got a significant issue. Then there's no way you can play next week. So it's like, it's like it could be like a more modern drug test. Like we're going to show you, dude, where's my car? If you laugh, you do drugs. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. You must be smoking. McGruber, you're fine. <laughs> you're good to go. Uh, but it was a it was a kind of a weird night. I, I was hoping Teddy would get more of a chance late. He threw the bad pick at the end of the game. But we, you and I both said we thought the Bengals were going to win. I think we're still both Dolphins believers, though, assuming Tua can play again. Oh, even with, with Teddy, I think they're. They're good. I don't really think they take too much of a step back, to be honest with you. I mean, Tua wasn't looking exactly the most magnificent to begin with before he went out with the unfortunate injury. I mean, and I mean, yes, he had the huge game against Baltimore, but short of that, I mean, he's been, you know, he hasn't been exactly blowing the doors off in the other two games. So, I mean, it's I, I, I honestly don't think. I mean, this is a team that was was probably playing above their heads the last two years anyway, with terms of the records where they finished. And they're, they're still a solid team, well-coached. Apparently this guy from San Francisco is doing a good job, as young and goofy as he looks. And defense has been better. Xavier Howard's had better days, obviously. Did not do well on this last night. But, I mean, Miami's still in a firm position to be probably second in that division. I mean, they clearly still have the Jets, and especially if Mac Jones is going to be out, they're going to be well ahead of the Patriots. I definitely root for small, goofy-looking NFL coaches. When people, he is small, goofy-looking. When, when people ask why, it, it's the same phenomenon as, like, well, why are people – why does everybody love, like, the little white walk-on? It's like, well, it's because most of the people cheering for the team are little white guys themselves, and it makes you think, like, hey, I could do that. That's me out there. Like, I could be that guy. And when I see a goofy dude coaching the NFL, I'm like, you know, that could have been me. If I, <laughs> if I hadn't been concussed three times in grade school and freshman year, I could have kept playing football, and I could have been a uh, coach of the Miami Dolphins. And it's just yeah, – I didn't – he said some weird stuff, like the, the speech that he went on, the rant that he went on about Tua after the, the Ravens game that everybody shared. I thought was just kind of, uh, I thought it was silly. Like everybody's like, hey, "This is what this is what being a coach is all about." I'm like, he's just saying that he's good. Like, like it's it was a kind of a weird spiel. But I like the guy. He seems to know what he's doing. They seem to have taken sides. But it was the Bengals' night last night. I didn't realize that they had they'd played two road games before this. Now they played two road games after this. I thought NFL schedules were typically more staggered than this. But this is to have one home game in five weeks is. Uh, a little bit daunting, and 
they were one and two. They needed to get this win. They needed it more than the Dolphins did. They got it. Props to all the Bengals fans listening to the show. It was a, a big win for you. My guy T. Higgins lit it up for my fantasy team. Loved that. Possibly, you know, you hate you hate this term, especially at this point in the season. Oh, but a must Don't say win. it. Don't it say it. It was a must win. Now I'm going to be you. Now I'm going to be you 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. Throwing stuff across the room. <laughs> no, there goes, uh, it was a must. I mean, it, it was a must win for the Bengals. You cannot go one and three for Cincinnati in a north where that is as competitive as they are, especially with a Cleveland team who isn't even at full strength without Watson until week 12. You've got Baltimore, who obviously has been playing well at 2-1. and one. I mean, Pittsburgh's still competitive. That's competitive enough to where they beat you in week one. You could not fall one. If you had any hope of being the first team since 2018 to go 0-2 and make the playoffs, Cincinnati, you could not go 1-3. You had to win last night. Big win for them. You didn't have to. You had to. But you did. You didn't have to. Well, I guess, I mean, technically you could have won could that have the rest okay. of the season. Yeah, Exactly. You could have been fine. <laughs> but, but I don't see that happening either. You could have been okay. What, did you watch the – I just uh, want to say this, though. Thanks to the Cincinnati Bengals, much like Highlander, there can be only one. There's only one 3-0 team left in the NFL now. Oh, and who is that 3-0 team? Who is the only team right now currently who is undefeated, zero losses, three wins, not, not a not – a, just perfection at its best. Who is that? Remind me who that is. I see them as two and one because they should have lost the Lions. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Sound like me when I'm talking about the the people on the internet earlier. <laughs> the Lions are basically three and zero. Lions are pretty much three and zero. Lions are three and zero. Lions are three and zero. Wow, that's one. That's one fantasy world I like to live in. Nope. The only team left, the Highlander. The only one left, the Duncan McLeod left of the NFL, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles, baby. Lions have three winnable games in a row now. We need to get hot here. If we, if not, then I think we. If we don't win at least two of these next three, I've got no faith that we're going to be anything this year. But Seahawks at home this week, then the Cowboys, or not back, then the Patriots and the Cowboys. We can win those three. I feel good about that. We'll see Seahawks, that yeah, especially with Patriots, if Matt, if, if Matt will be, he'll be out. Yeah, he's going to at least be out in a month or two. And then we go back, I think we get Packers. and then You could lose the Packers. The, the Patriots could be. Is that at Patriots or at Detroit? It's at New England. That one, I don't know. That one, you could easily lose. Well, we you could easily, lose, yeah, you can easily lose every game. Because but but, defensively, you're not very good still. Offensively, I told you, you just have to try to score people, unfortunately. Sometimes if you can hold, sometimes it's not going to work, especially when you get up 38 to the Eagles. Well, we, You scored 35, though. You scored 35, and we I think Jared Goff gave you 14 of those, so whatever. We should <laughs> 502-414-1450, that's the number of the Thornton sex line. We want to hear from you between now and, and 6 o'clock. Text us in your thoughts, your comments, your current, your concerns, your questions, your topic ideas, whatever you've got. Hit us up today on the Thornton Sex Line. It's Friday. Hopefully your weekend's off and running. I know a lot of kids were out of school today for fall break. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't know if they do fall break for, for businesses. If they do, God bless you. If not, maybe you're out already. But uh, hopefully your weekend's going to go great. The weekend, the weather around here looks good. The weather in Boston, eh. Uh, Not eh. so much. We're going to talk about that after the break. But uh, text us on the Thornton text line. And while you're at it, download the Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money every time you need to fuel up at one of the 75,612 area Thornton's locations. We're staring at one right here across the street at Shelbyville Road. If you want to fill up over there and then come by and give us the bird, you can absolutely do that. But only if you use that Refreshing Rewards app. And then text us at 502-414-1450. We'll take our first break. We'll come back. We'll take some texts, and we'll talk about the uh, the weather in Chestnut Hill tomorrow. How will it potentially affect this game? Noon kickoff between the Cards and the Eagles. All that's coming your way next here. It's the Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back in. Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here live from Oxmoor Ford in the heart of that St. Matthews. Is. is there a theme today with the music, TK? Yes. Okay, I'll keep an ear out. I'm reminding you, if you are trying to get uh, you know, people together for football this weekend, whether it's high school games tonight, if it's uh, you know college games tomorrow, if it's NFL games on Sunday, and you're looking for a place to cater some food, hit up our friends over at Salsarita. You can order online. Salsarita has two area locations, uh, one in Middletown, one in St. Matthews over by me that we love. They've got uh, catering bars that can feed anywhere from fifteen to 5,000 people. If you want to have 5,000 people over to watch the cards take on Boston College, Salsarita has you covered. they got Fiesta packs that can feed up to five. They've got chips and dips. They've got chips and queso, chips and guac. Anything you could possibly want uh, is made possible with our friends over at Salsa Readers again. And you can order your catering online. You don't even have to, to call in. You don't have to worry about that. they got all the options right there on the website. We love Salsa Readers. Middletown has a drive-thru. Middletown does have a drive-thru. I, I love so I, I didn't I, know I, that until the first time I went. It does annoy I both love and hate the fact that they get the drive-thru and the one closest to me, which is the one right down here by where you, uh-huh. where you as well. And that's the one I go to over by that McDonald's. They don't have. That's the one I want to go to, but they don't have a drive-thru. It's like. They don't, but it's easy if you, when you can order online. Like, they have like a little shelf right there. All you have to do is like walk in. You can spend like five seconds in. Well, on DoorDash. Well, if you wanted <laughs> to save like eleven dollars, you can just walk inside, grab from the table, you're back in your car in two seconds. It's I won't be saving on dogs because you know what? I think I'm going to get some salsitas tonight. All their nachos, a little extra pulled pork on it for me. Three three soft tacos with steak. Oh, fun fact, maybe not good. so fun. That La- sounds so good right now. Last year, I got two emails that said like. One, I was in the top one percentile of people who ordered online from Salsaritas. And then one, it was like, you're the top one percentile of people who order quesaritos from Salsaritas. And they gave like this like gold badge that you could like share. Like if you want to share this on your social media, I was like, <laughs> I will choose not to. I was like, oh. I, was like I love you, Salsaritas. This is something of a wake up call for me personally. I would have I would have shared it. I need to be ordering probably a little bit less salsaritas. It's great. But we did get into a habit where, like, I feel like every other Sunday we were getting salsaritas carry out. It's good. It's I mean, great. it is good. I actually use them to cater not one but back-to-back of my uh, fantasy football drafts. That, how else can you think I got ten people to come to my house? It's well, Not once but twice. I use salsaritas. Kelsey Ritos. Uh, he, loves the, he loves the quesarita, the, que- the Kelsey Ritos just right behind it. It's oh, yeah. delicious. They have the best, uh, best burritos in town, I think. Oh, and you know the chips are great. The chips are great. I love the seasoning. They're just and they're, they're so light, and it, oh man, it's just, we got salsa readers here at Oxmoor. I know. We'll stop by and grab some. Uh, welcome back into the show. Early this segment. Uh, we, we mentioned <laughs> the Thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. But before we talk specifically about tomorrow's game against Boston College, which we've talked about a little bit this week, but we like to save save the kind of hardcore preview stuff for the Friday show. Um, we want to take some thoughts from you on the Thornton sex line, which is five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Hardcore Friday. Hardcore Friday. <laughs> Stats only. That's a great segment now. Five o'clock. Hardcore Friday. It's just me bringing up the turnover stat fifteen times. <laughs> We just found a new way to make fun of Brian Brown. <laughs> uh, Texture says, 502-414-1450, Mike, you sound so much better on podcast now. Did you retire Skype and use Zoom? We did retire Skype. We are not using Ooh, Zoom. Mo- oh, you didn't get Zoom? We did not use Zoom. We are using Riverside, which is a uh, – it's like the new podcast Isn't app. that a city in California? Yes. That's where Reggie also, Miller's from, I believe. It's also a recording app, and it works, uh, works, it works pretty well. It was easy. If I'd known it was this easy, I would have done it a long time. I've said this before, like – I don't like learning new things, so when I learn something, I'm with you on that. When I, when I learn how to do something, I'm going to milk it for as long as I can. I'm gonna like I don't want to get a new phone. No. Uh, if I, I'm gonna use my phone for as long as I can, um, so I learned how to do podcasts on Skype way, way, way back in the day when it was the only way to do it. And then everybody went, when like Zoom came out, other stuff came out. They were like, 
use anything but Skype. And I'm like, to hell with that. I'm going to use Skype. And uh, it was it took two weeks ago for the episode to be completely unusable for me to be like, okay, it's it's probably time to move on. Well, why not Zoom? What, did you just skip over it? Zoom, you can only record for like 30 minutes before it asks you to like, you have to stop. And so you'd have to like splice it together. You'd have to like stop the recording, oh, that sucks. re-record, and then splice it together. Would you have to pay like extra to not be able to have to do that? I don't think you can even pay to do it. Oh, that's even because Zoom is not technically supposed to be like it's supposed to be for businesses and, and meetings. And well, stuff. I think it's a meeting supposed, doesn't go thirty minutes, but it's not supposed to be for recording a podcast. No. So Riverside is specifically for recording, and our podcasts always go around an hour. So I, I figured this is easy. and this was really really easy. So. I can't. I mean, it's, my mind I make goes to the, uh, a Reggie Miller, but b the Chappelle skit with Wayne Brady when he when he you know the infamous one where he's Wayne Brady hilarious. Yeah, they pull up on the guys and they do the drive by. Mm. He's like he's like Riverside. <laughs> oh, bleep! It's Wayne Brady. <laughs> uh, Texas says, why do I randomly hear Trevor saying, hey, 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 like Fat Albert? This was when we were trying to get the audio to work. Hey, So we were trying to get the audio to work. We weren't sure if that was going out over the air. Ah, yes, because I told our producer at the studio, make sure check line one down. He goes, oh, I did that. That's not how Scooter talks. That's not how he talks. Justin, you can defend yourself. Feel free. He's not listening. No, he's not. He's not paying attention. Who I was? He wasn't paying attention. I told him to turn line one down. He's getting ready for, for whatever <laughs> high school game he's calling tonight. I, he's over Jeff. I know because I'll be leaving here and taking in the equipment as soon as I get out of here. So, so he's got Jeff. I know tonight on the Big X, the home of St. X football, we'll yes. have Stanks versus Ryle. That is correct. And, and then on big, 970 WGTK. Next week is St. X Manual, by the way. That'll be a big one. I know. Uh, 970 WGTK, our sister station, where you can catch all the action of UofL Cardinal Athletics. Tomorrow, of course, we'll have the UofL BC call there. Tonight, they've got Trinity uh, taking on another school from Indiana whose name escapes me. It's another national game. They've, okay. They're tired of playing the local schools. Oh, Indiana got so many national teams. The local schools are beating <laughs> Trinity too much, so they're, they're taking a break there. They're, playing, they're going back to the national schedule because they're, they're 0-2 against in-state opponents now with yeah. losses to Mayo and St. X. Um, but they, after, in, and they only, I think that they were three and one against schools from out of state. Tonight they're playing, oh, they're, they're playing Cincinnati San X. Oh, okay. And then that, the, I thought they played them already. Or they played Elder, maybe. Yeah. They played. Yeah, they played Elder. I know that. They played, no, they've not played Elder. They oh. played Moeller. Cincinnati. Moeller. San X played Elder. Okay. Um, they played Carmel, um, Archbishop, Moeller, and then Center Grove, who they snapped their big winning streak against, and then they beat LaSalle from Cincinnati as well. So tonight they're playing Cincinnati X. They play Ballard next week, and then St. Mary's from St. Louis before they play Eastern to wrap for the regular season. And as always, you can hear all Trinity action on 970 WGTK, our sister station. I'm not sure what channel Scooter's going to be on, but he'll have the Jeff uh, Red Devils tonight. Did, did, you, did you mention 94-7 there? I did not. That's where he'll be. He'll be on 94-7. You can catch that matchup. Usually that's where he ends up being, yeah. With Jeff playing, I do not recall. Texas, the Bengals should have renamed themselves the Zebras with those uniforms last night. <laughs> I mean, I liked them in general. I did too. Like I said, it was just weird seeing the two white white on white helmets. I just that, Again, I, thought, I could have swore that was a rule that you couldn't do that in the NFL. I liked both uniforms last night. I don't think you can do it in college football either. I think you can't wear the, both teams can't have the same color helmet in, 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 on it the field. It would seem to be a, a clear, easy rule. Maybe it's because the, the Bengal stripes made it diff- so different. I or guess. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Is, I mean, is, it, is there someone who's like the judge of uniforms who's like, I declare these are different <laughs> enough? I'll say this. In, in playing Madden, it definitely is not going to work because I get I conf- it confuses the bleep out of me when I'm playing Madden. I had – so last night after I got off, um, I told you my best friend's in town this weekend. He came yeah. over to, to – he had not met my son yet. So he got to come over and, and meet John, hang out. And my parents came over to help get the kids to sleep because Mary was going like, – we have people in town. So, like, the girls were going out to dinner. And then, like, my best friend, his, like, side gift was to come over to my house and, like, hang out with me for an hour. Um, so, like, it, both Weber and my dad, I think – I feel like they're very kind of conservative, old school when it comes to uniforms. 
and they both signed off on the Bengals uniforms last night, which That's surprised good, me. Yeah. They're like, I think they're cool. I'm like, now here's the thing, though. I don't want to see it more than once a year at the most. It's a great specialty uniform. Like, I totally agree. Maybe not even bring it out for another year or two. Like this should be something that should be like saved maybe for primetime games. Just for, yeah, and not even. That, and if you're going to be good, you'll have multiple primetime games. So don't even do it multiple times in a year. Just like you said, like maybe once a year, maybe once even twice, once every two or three years. Because if you don't do that, then it's just going to get old and it's going to get it's going to get boring and. I mean, you can, yeah, just keep, don't do that. Texas, you can't, can't take calls. What the hell? You need to unionize and demand better. Ridiculous. Well, unionize? <laughs> good, well, good luck. Could be a union. There's like five of us. Our union. <laughs> It'd be just me and you. That's pretty much it. That's not really barely a union. <laughs> Texas says, what would Louisville's record be now um, at, the end, at the end of the season if they had Kentucky's schedule? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, well, who's Kentucky? Well, I don't. First of all, would we be in? We wouldn't be four. Well, that would be. We wouldn't have probably beaten Florida, especially down in Florida. I don't know. I mean, they almost lost South Florida. We beat them by thirty-eight. That's true. That's a good point. Lost. They lost to UCF in their bowl game last year. And and we beat UCF. And if there's one thing we do we do beat is that's bad quarterback play and. Anthony Richardson's Richardson's, not been great. He's pretty much been the poster child for bad quarterback play this year. I think we definitely – I mean, we would have beaten Miami, Youngstown State, and Northern Illinois. Well, Northern Illinois – I mean, Northern Illinois hung with Kentucky. They did. That one would worry me because they weren't a bad team. That one – I mean, our only two losses are to teams that are 4-0. So, it's – you know, it's it's not like we've just been – you know, Syracuse has looked better than we all thought they were going to. Still not great, but looked better, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they beat Purdue. They've won two other ACC games. They pounded UConn. Um, Florida State has looked – they beat LSU. They destroyed Boston yeah. College. They beat us in a game they should have lost, but whatever. Um, I'm not sure we wouldn't be 4-0 with UK's schedule. Now, at the, I mean, end, of the, season, at the end of the season, I'm, going, I'm not going to say we would have the same record that UK would. I think we'd have a worse record. I think UK's a better team than we are. Clearly. Yeah, we, I mean, UK has a chance to win tomorrow. We would have no chance down the Grove. I'm going to say my official answer, though, is I'll say we would have lost to Florida. We'll be, we would have been, we'd be 3-1. and And then at the end of the year, I don't know. I mean, I could see us being – I mean, I don't think we'd have been any worse than we are now at 2-2, two and two, but I could definitely see – I think 4-0 could have been a possibility, but I think more likely 3-1 and one as well. Whether it be the Florida or Northern Illinois, we would have lost one of those games. We beat Vandy on their schedule, looking ahead. I don't know who else we'd beat, but we definitely would beat Vandy. I feel, I feel, oh, yeah. I feel confident about that. Am I going up for a second? No, you're good. You sound great. Texas says, um, watching screens should be avoided the next 48 hours after a concussion. Well, Dolphins clearly don't care about any of that. Like they're they're done. They're, they're if McGruber can play on a sixty-five inch on the plane, they're going to show to a tongue of Iowa that they got a sixty-five inch on their plane. Well, if they did, they would. That'd be awesome. They don't care about it. Texas, I think Trevor completely missed the point about the concussion conversation. Well, but that was to be expected. When I when I when it came up, you knew it was that was going to be the conversation. Oh, don't fear my correctness. Yeah, Texas says Wayne Brady might have to Djokovic. <laughs> That's my text of the day right there. Novak. We love that, you. That is great. That is a great text. We'll have to give away our text of the week as well today. And we're on remote, so we still have not gotten those in the mail. We will at some point. Uh, when people come back to work, we'll, we'll try to make that happen next week. This is where we need an intern to hand deliver them. <laughs> Where's Jenna? Where's Jenna when you need her? Where's uh, who's Jacob? Was he the KRC guy? Yeah, he was, he's, he's at UK. He's at Lexington now. Can Jacob back over here. I mean, I guess I could bring him over if you want, as long as I can hang out for a while. You have to come to the car and get it from me. I'm not getting out. Texas, I went to the game last night. Nobody told me it was a wideout game. Oh, no. Come on, man. You should have done your research there. The the Bengals game? Bengals game, yeah. I mean, was it a full wideout for the fans, too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. We were watching. We we started. We watched the. uh, The crowd was awesome last night. 
The crowd was very cool. It was especially funny. the two a chant, which was really cool. We watched the NFL Network like pregame coverage, and they're they're live in I guess London for the Vikings game on Sunday. That's in England. Yeah. And so the game starts, and like <laughs> like midway through the first quarter, my dad's like, "Why is the crowd in London so pro Bengals?" <laughs> and I was like, "I think this is in Cincinnati." He's like, "Well, they were at." He's like they were in London before the game, uh, and then I was like, I was like, I think they're there for the game on Sunday, and I looked it up because I kind of like doubted myself for a segment. Which, by the way, I didn't realize that it's not Paul Brown Stadium anymore. I didn't realize they changed yeah, it. Yeah, it was this year. It was just this is the first year they've changed it, but I'm not going to acknowledge it because it's Paul Brown Stadium. But I went to the first ever game at Paul Brown Stadium. Did you really? You scored the first touchdown ever at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, I always not bring it up because I know it because I'm, a I was there, but b he has a little connection. He was a coach here at one time. Deion Sanders, because that was the first bat to score a run. <laughs> every trivia, every, really? every, uh, yeah, every I do know that one. I feel like I always say that. I feel like I hear that question 15 times a year. Yep. Who was the first Louisville bat to score a run? Ron Dugans. Ron Dugans, former wow. Florida State court, a wide receiver, and uh, I believe he was wide receiver coach here at Louisville for what a year or two. He was, and now he's on staff at Florida State. Oh, is, he, is that where he's at now? Okay, they showed him during the game a couple of times. Um, he caught a little uh, slant over the middle for a long touchdown. I believe the, it was against the Browns Bengals, and Browns won that game handily. By the way, wow. I my buddy spent most of the time in the terrace just drinking and smoking because you could. We didn't. I don't think we said our seats more than thirty seconds. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Texas, I heard on the podcast that the reason DJ isn't coming is because KP wouldn't. Um, I said I heard on a podcast the reason DJ isn't coming is because KP wouldn't match UK's NIL deal. If so, he needs to get with the time and utilize it. That's been. I mean, we've heard this rumor a couple of times that, but I, I can't imagine that that's the whole reason because if it is, like, first of all, they're both just lying because they did that that you know Q and A session at that uh, event a couple of weeks ago where. Kenny Payne's in the middle of giving his answer about, you know, we want kids to come here and get NIL deals after they sign with the program and based yeah. on their own merit. But, like, we're not going to pay a kid just to come here. And John Calipari's like, no, it's technically is against the rules, by right. the way. Yeah, I like mean. Calipari chimes in. He's like, he's like, we aren't either. So they're basically saying, like, we're not offering NIL stuff to anybody beforehand. And the rumor has been out there that, like, UK's NIL deal is twice as much as what UofL was willing to offer. And I've got no idea. I mean, that might be true. But wouldn't it be make you happy at least that Louisville apparently has an offer? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, if you're going to look at it in that way, I mean, you could be mad that maybe UK outbid them, but I mean, the, going into that, you sound like you're mad because Louisville's not embracing Neil. Well, by that standard and this, the point that they made an offer, just apparently wasn't a good enough offer. Now that's unfortunate, maybe, but if it's true, but at least an offer was made. A bunch of people have asked me this, and I haven't had an answer for them. Like, if, if it is such a done deal that DJ Wagner's going to Kentucky, which it kind of seems like right now, based on the, the, the writing on the wall. You've accepted it as of I now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, well, I accepted it a while ago. Right? I know. You, you, you did earlier. I, I didn't. I, I was just this week. I'm new to it. But the question has become, like, what's the holdup? Like, why wouldn't you just go ahead? Like, most of the top of the five-star players in the 2023 class have already committed to their school. Why is he? Is it just because he wants, like, you know, them to chant his name at Big Blue Madness? Is it because he wants they to would do that anyway? Do it, yeah, but, but I mean. It's less of a deal if he's already committed. Like, like he's, guess, yeah. you know, they're going to pull out all the stops for him this weekend, even if they think they've got him. If he's not officially committed, and my answer, I don't know. Like, he has been a kid who has said this whole time he wants to commit before his senior season starts. Like, he wants to have that out of the way before he plays his last season of high school basketball. So, if you already know, and if you've known for months, what's What's the hold up? I don't. I don't maybe really get he it. doesn't actually know. Maybe he, maybe he want. Maybe he, he spin zone. Now you're not as sold as you were. I mean, maybe he wants Louisville to change his mind. Maybe he's just waiting for it. Maybe he, he just he they haven't we haven't done enough to convince him. But he's just he's hoping that we will. Maybe I want you to want me. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you're just going to get the KP haters out even more. The dream place. Your mama's all right. Your daddy's all right. Trevor Kelsey says, Kenny Payne not even recruiting DJ Wagner, despite Wagner's desperate pleas. Please just recruit me. I just want a reason. He just He's just looking for an excuse to go hang out with Grandpa, and we're not giving it to him. The Hurlihan boy. <laughs> Why don't you send the kid a damn recruiting letter? Send it to him. Send me a letter. <laughs> Put me on your campus. Please. That's Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. For the love that, of God. Very underrated skit, by the way. Just let the man sleep in your bed. <laughs> for the love of God. He said he'll change the sheets. He said, what is wrong with you? I forgot. That's, that's, one, that's one of the more underrated Adam Sandler, Chris Farley skits that was so great. Recruit DJ Wagner. Yeah, recruit, just recruit him. Call his friend Aaron. <laughs> what are we doing? Texas, the Colts and the Chargers both ha- only have white helmets, and they play each other on December 26th, Trevor. Okay. Well, well no, I guess so. I, I, I'm, I'm mistaken. I thought it was a rule. Maybe just college football. But I could have swore that was a rule you couldn't have the same color helmets. I'm telling you, the, the guy, I think the, the guy who determines this looked at it, though, and he's like, that lightning bolt is just enough of it. It's not too white. We're good to go. I mean, because I, wasn't there a game, I want to say, and maybe I'm stating myself because maybe it's farther back than I'm thinking, but I want to say there was a game where Louisville was trying to wear, like, a black helmet, and we, we, had, to, we had to switch off of it because the team we were playing had black helmets. And they, were, and they said we couldn't wear, both have the same color helmet. Sounds vaguely familiar. I and can't it, remember what it was, though. And, and I don't know how long ago that was, but... I mean, it could have been recently. It might have been from knowing me. It could have been 10 years ago, and I'm just thinking it was yesterday. But I could have, I just thought that was a rule. I mean, I, I, I did. And maybe it was a rule one time, and it's been changed in the past, and, you know, farther back than I can remember. But, I mean, because the Chargers and Colts don't play each other that regularly. I mean, I can't imagine the last time they probably played each other. It's probably been a long time. Yeah, I mean. And they do, but they, he's right, they do. I mean, the Colts, I'm trying to think, the Colts don't have an alternate helmet. I don't think the Chargers do either. They have alternate jerseys, but I don't think they've ever worn an alternate helmet. So, apparently, I, the only thing that I can find is when it comes to, like, jerseys. Like, if they, if they look similar, basically the home team has the power. If the home team looks yeah, at home, jerseys and says... Football's one of the only sports where the home team wears the dark colors, usually. Yeah, the, the home team has the, the opportunity to say, if these jerseys look too much alike, you can't wear that. Okay. Like, that's what it is. But helmets, there's nothing in there about helmets. Oh, well, I mean, maybe I was just – I guess what happened with Louisville, and maybe it did, and it's just not a rule, but it was just like you just said the other team was like, no, 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 you can't do that. This all just reminds me of one of my favorite stories about, like, playing sports growing up is when I was in fourth grade, we were playing in the, the, the flag football city semifinals against um, Brian Brom's team. Oh. And our coach was Dennis Brom. Oscar's his brother. Okay. Mark, who's one of my best friends, is Brian's cousin. And, like, before the game, they get into a shouting match about the color of the flags. <laughs> and all I remember Wait is... Minute, aren't all flag football flags the same color? Well, sometimes. But, like, they would be, like, we had, like, yellow and red. And usually, okay, usually yeah, yeah. one of the teams to have different ones. And, like, all I remember is Dennis being, like, <laughs> you're the one who's got the problem with this. If you're the one who has the problem, you're the one who could change your flags. <laughs> and I'm getting ready. We're, we're 8, 9, 10 years old here going into this game. Like, people are, we're just excited about what we're going to eat afterwards. It's, like, getting home from St. Rita. Yeah, you're just looking to go to... Uh, the pizza hut afterwards and get the uh, Land Before Time toys. And you can tell this is like the this is going to be brought up at Brom Family Thanksgiving a lot, <laughs> and they proceeded to torch us. It was. Do you think it's still brought up? Probably. <laughs> they won the whole tournament because they were like the only team. Like you know, most uh, teams in flag football, you you had a couple of pass plays, but it was like 
quarterback run right, quarterback run yeah, left, like yeah. running back. And, like, they came out with, like, this run-and-shoot offense. <laughs> like, they were throwing the ball every play. Brian's, like, rolling out, like, throwing across his body. I was like, okay, this is not fair. I remember I, th- I threw a late touchdown pass, and I was, like, very proud of myself. We were down, like, 28-7. to 7. I was like, this is uh, – I was like, this is – like maybe we should have thrown it more. I don't know. We we had like three pass plays. It was like throw it long, throw it short. Uh, but they had like a full offense. Uh, but that, it was one of the funniest things. Like, like I was like, these parents care way more than we do. But God love them. If you got a problem with the flag, you can change it. We're not the one who has the problem. Uh, Texture says, how is the world going to end? Um, I mean, probably like a worse virus. The way we the way we all handled this last one, I feel like a, a virus that's slightly worse is going to wipe us all out. Well, didn't didn't T like wasn't it like T S Quint or something that told us that one time? Did it? Hikers got to the oh, galaxy. I don't think I ever heard that growing <laughs> up. <laughs> World ends with something. I forget how the quote goes. Have you seen the video like this week of the like NASA flew a rocket into an asteroid? Like that was like way way far away. Basically, just, just on see, purpose. Yeah, to see if they could do it. It was like testing for like in the event of a Armageddon slash deep impact type situation <laughs> scenario. They really did the Armageddon thing. They, they did a rocket. Like video where like you see it's getting closer and closer to the camera, and they all like celebrate and they all go nuts. And there's a part of me that was like cool, and then there's a part of me that was like, do they know something that we don't? Like, is there something out there that like there's a reason why they're running these tests? Like, I was it, it made me a little bit worried. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to grasp the fact that the satellites are falling on a regular basis into our ocean. Almost every day. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm still getting over that. Yeah. Now we got asteroids coming at us, too. You and CJ Craig? Do we, do we know? I mean, that's not good. Not before we get Brom home. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen at first. I like some satisfaction. I'll be damned if the world ends and the banner's not back up in the M Center. So I saw, like, <laughs> like, there was a tweet from, I think, the official NASA account that was showing this video. And the very first response under, like, the, the first response that I saw, probably because I had the most, like, reactions was, my favorite story about Armageddon is uh, Ben Affleck asked Michael Bay, why it would be easier to train a bunch of oil riggers to be astronauts and not a bunch of astronauts to become oil riggers. And Michael Bay told him, F you, that's why. Oh, no, 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 because Bruce Willis has a line in the movie about that. He's like, I've been doing this my whole life. You can't just, this is not something you can learn. He's like, this is, this is something you, you, you're, you're born with. All due respect to that line, <laughs> I still think it's a valid question. It's like, yeah, you can't learn how to oil okay. rig, but you could be an astronaut. Question, question here, because you, you brought this up the other day, too. Why, if NASA's doing this, then what the hell is Space Force up to? And what is the difference between Space Force and NASA? Space Force is like in a battle aliens. <laughs> what is the difference between the two? Is that I mean? Because to me, like NASA would be, you know, doing, you know, making sure you know the satellites are good for us to get cable and put people on the moon and you know hit golf balls off the moon and yada going yada. Going back to the moon, soon. Yeah, going back to the moon. And, like, Space Force should be, like, blowing up, you know, asteroids coming at us and, you know, possibly alien light forms and, you know, all that stuff that's never probably going to happen anyway. So, like, why is NASA blowing up these asteroids? What is Space Force up to? That's a good question, actually. Are they still just trying to get their football team together? What would you say <laughs> you do here? <laughs> what, really? I mean, what, what, is their, what is their goal? What are they accomplishing? Are they doing anything? I, the, <laughs> their stated mission is to protect our interests in space, which is purposely broad. <laughs> I think they know. Doesn't, the, doesn't asteroids coming at us that could that could cause a tsunami if it hit the ocean or wipe out? A, doesn't that constitute protecting us from something in space? Look, they're just getting started. <laughs> I mean, they're a young startup. Started home like with three years, four years now. When we went to the Indy 500. There was a guy <laughs> that I was with who I had never met him before, but he's like a he's, he's like a government employee, and he was having a blast at the Indy 500. And he was his like nice. latest cases. He'd been like working with the Space Force for stuff, and they brought out like the. 
you know, the Indy 500, they have a lot of stuff going on before the actual race. And they brought out, like, flags from each of the branches of the military. And he's like, he's like tell me the Space Force is there, baby. Tell me. <laughs> they brought the Space Force flag. And he's like, yeah, effing Space Force. Like, he loses it. He goes nuts. He's like all about the Space Force. Okay, that's fun. And I was like, what does the Space Force do? And he was like, it's still kind of a gray area. I was like. You've been working with this place for like five months, you just said. What are they doing? What I mean, they, do they answer to NASA? Does NASA answer them? I mean, are they working together? Are they, I mean, is this like the AFL and NFL? I mean, these are all valid AFC questions. and NFC? I mean, these are all valid questions that I don't have the answers I have for. No idea. I'm I don't. <laughs> but it's, I kind of thought it was going to be one of those things that, like, like if, if Trump we didn't we, win the election, because this is a Trump thing. Oh, I know, start, yeah. I, I kind of thought, like, you know, Biden or whoever would come in and be like, yeah, that, that's done. But Space Force is still very much a thing. You think Biden just forgot that it's there? Could be. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like he's, Milton. He's like the Space Force. Space. He thought it was a joke when he heard it and just like never gave it another another thought two years later. <laughs> they're hiding in a closet somewhere in the White House. There's a white nose there. I'm telling you, these people, they the evidence is out there. They know now that aliens are here. They're trying to get people ready for okay. this. And they, want, they think people are going to feel more comfortable if we have a Space Force ready to battle these people or you know be diplomatic. But... They're letting us know. They're slowly letting us know. I feel like Space Force is maybe just possibly just a way to like funnel money to something else. I don't know. Good point. Hey, they think they really paid $900 for a hammer? $1,500 for a toilet seat? <laughs> we watched the old Nate Bergazzi special from 2020 last weekend, and he's like, he's like, he's like, you want to know how crazy this year has been? They told us that aliens are real, and we were like, well, that's oh, yeah, something. Right. We're going about He's like, I told my wife. She like went about her day. She didn't even care. He's like, this would be the biggest story of all time. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't make the it didn't make the rounds on the internet because uh, a puppy sneezed and that was cuter. And it was like, this is we gotta put this in a meme. It did for like three hours, and then that was that's the shelf life of every replay. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like then you know, somebody on some TikToker said something bad about a rap star. <laughs> yeah, somebody just did a dance on TikTok. We in had general. to turn our attention to that. Somebody um, found another Carly Rae Jensen song to the Leap Sync too, and they're like, well, this is cooler than aliens. Texture says the Space Force is the live tour. NASA is the PTA tour. <laughs> That's a good comparison. I like that. Texture says the Space Force is Star Wars and NASA is Star Trek. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I, I think that's. I, I, like I want it to be the other way around because I'm a Star Wars guy. I don't, yeah, but I don't, Star Wars are battling. Star Trek, they're just they're out there. They're not trying to battle. They're that's just trying true. To yeah. Space. Yeah. Star Wars are fighting a war. Yeah, Star. Yeah, yeah, it gets good to your point. Star Trek only fights when they're being threatened. When when aliens are attacking. Uh, William Shatner, before he makes out with one of them, which is, I mean, you ever wonder how it's always weird how they always just, like, work out perfectly? Green women love them. Yeah, they do. Texas, the Space Force, uh, tracks weather, monitors satellites, and conducts intelligence. The only reason they were made is to get more funding because Spacecom uh, used to be split between the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army. So there's a financial thing. So it was just, I mean, kind of, I said the same thing, but I thought they were using it to funnel towards other stuff. We need, I'm ready for the Space Force Academy. We have, <laughs> you know, for them to have a football team. What would they? I mean, if they didn't run, if they don't play an air raid offense, I'm gonna be so disappointed. I mean, I guess Air Force is a run ball, run team too, unless they play unless us. They play us. So I mean, I guess I can't be too mad. But what was the helmets with? I mean, you'd have like, uh, I'd be pretty cool. Rocket ship. I mean, be where, where would where would where's the space force position? Is it Orlando, Houston? I don't know. I don't think I don't know if they have space. Those force are just the two yet. places I think of when I think of. Rockets is Orlando and, and Houston? Houston, yeah. Space Force headquarters. <laughs> uh, to the Pentagon. Okay. Just like the Army, Navy, and Marine Corps. And Air well, Force. but but I mean, like Air Force is in Colorado, University. I mean, but the actual headquarters. Okay. They're all located at the Pentagon. Well, that kind of makes sense, yeah. But I mean, they've got a, you, you know, you've got West Point, and you've got the uh, Space Command of the Air Force of the. Uh, well, no, that's not right. 
uh, Peterson Space Force Base in Colorado. That's the Air Force. Yeah. I don't know where they are. And Amherst is Navy. Who knows what the Space Force is doing? <laughs> I have a feeling if you try to look it up, it's got a P.O. Box address. <laughs> it's like in Mar-a-Lago. How do we not figure this out sooner? Says, okay, so we got Space Force and Asteroid Deflection by NASA. We're literally about to live out Starship Troopers. I'm telling you. Uh, did you, did you, you saw, Texas you like, Space Force wants to be Starship Troopers. Did you like Starship Troopers? I did. I saw Starship Troopers in the theater uh, with uh, enhanced uh, materials. Okay. And I walked out thinking that it was one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. When's the last time you watched any movie sober? Oh, no, I don't mean just, like, normal, like, enhanced, like, current enhanced. I mean, like, enhanced, like, uh... Okay, you don't... Yeah, like, like something that Jimmy Henderson put in his, uh... Stop there. Yeah, in his, in, his, in, his, in, his, in his binder. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. 93? Why? 93? <laughs> 92, 91? The 30. Monkeys concert that <laughs> I went to. When was the Space Shuttle Columbia? <laughs> That's one of my first memories, by the way. I figured you were about that age. Yeah, because I, I, I stayed home from school that day and was watching it when it, when it happened. It was crazy. Texas, says, uh, I'm going to play asteroids in preparation to save the world. That's, that's what the Space Force is doing. Yep. You got asteroids? No, my dad does. Sometimes games sit down for a week. Texas says NASA is Satterfield and Space Force is Braum. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know what this is. Wait, does that make Satterfield better? Yeah. I mean, are we sure NASA is better? NASA is certainly more reliable. I, mean, I don't know. They, they left Matt Damon on Mars. Well, this, <laughs> this is the third instance of, of having to differentiate between the movie world and real life here. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if they were so, they were so competent, why, did, why, does, why does Sigourney Weaver have like three times they had to kill that alien? But <laughs> Apollo 13, huge success. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least I, that's based on a true story. I might be a minority where I think that movie is boring, by the way. What? I did not like Apollo 13. I love Apollo. I couldn't get into it. I love Tom Hanks, too. Almost anything he does, I worship, and I just couldn't get into that movie. Did you see he said earlier this week that he's only made four good movies? Who, Tom Hanks? Yeah. No. Who said that? Tom Hanks. No, he's made more, he makes more than that sometimes in a year. He says, I've made only, he's like, four of them have been good, but he didn't specify which ones. Well, I would assume two of them would be the ones he won the Academy Award for, which Definitely is Philadelphia not, not Forrest and Gump. Forrest Gump and Academy Award. He, he, he hates Forrest Gump. Does he? Yeah. Does he hate just because of the success that's I'm come just from that it? I don't like oh, that's right. I forgot. Got your, uh, you're, you're evil in that way. Texas says, TK on acid at Starship Troopers quote, Neil Patrick Harris is literally the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw that in Mortal Kombat 2 in the same way. The NASA guy, the guy who made the Satterfield Brom um, equation says, Space Force, high risk, high reward equals Brom. I get that. Okay, yeah. NASA, more kind of reliable. Play it, you know. Close to the best. That does a sensible salad, yeah. Texas Trevor doesn't have the right stuff to enjoy Apollo 13. <laughs> what, what does that mean? You put the right stuff in class. I got the right stuff, baby. Let's take a break. I'm the one that turns you on. Oh, okay. I got the right stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about this Boston College game, the weather tomorrow, how it might affect Louisville's game plan going in, and then Texas more on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. We are here from Oxmoor Ford until 6 o'clock. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X.
Welcome back in. Football Friday here on the Mike Rutherford Show. Hour number two starts now. We are live from Oxmoor Ford. TK, is the, are these just, uh, as Trevor walks back in from a smoke break, I, I ask you a question immediately. Are these just Aerosmith songs today? Mike is on. Yes, it is. There you go. I Why mean, is it Aerosmith songs? I'm assuming there's some sort of, I don't know, it's somebody's birthday? They're from Boston. Oh. I don't think I knew that. I feel like you probably did that last year for the BBC game, and I just forgot already. I could have done songs by the band Boston, but I don't like Boston. Think I'll go to Boston. <laughs> I just, I've never been a big fan of the, the band Boston. That's so, fine. So. I was like, I'm going to Aerosmith. They're the, the best thing to come out of Boston since the Tea Party. So, we, we, uh, even though we're going, no, we're not technically going to Boston. We're going to Chestnut Hill. I know. I know. Well, I don't know why you're saying I know. Like you're the one who made that point. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, we are here at Oxmoor Ford in the heart of St. Matthews. They've got the most extensive inventory in the area with 150 new vehicles available to choose from. Also, you can come here. You can personalize your vehicles. Whatever you need, Oxmoor Ford is going to make sure that that happens for you. And they've got rates starting as low as 1.9%. See the dealers here for details and stop by and see us. Uh, give us your score prediction. You know, give Trevor the middle finger. Whatever you want to do, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the. I, I, I want to keep pushing for people to show me their butt too, but maybe I don't know. Maybe here in the in the showroom might not be the best option. Yeah. But you can give me the finger. It's Friday. We're feeling good. Why isn't Dugan here by the way? Manuel's off this week. I, I figured he'd be in. He out is about. in a wedding. Oh really? Yes, his uh, his niece is getting married in Lebanon, Kentucky, and nobody uh, says it like that. Nobody says it like that. It's Lebanon. One syllable. Lebanon. Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon. Because that's right. My, that's my wife's there, neck of the woods. Oh, is it? Okay. And so I found out, you know, the, the LB, Lebanon. 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 L-E-B-N-I-N is how it's pronounced. Um, it's like Louisville. <laughs> with, with, it's not Louisville. That's how Michael screwed up when he when Teddy came Louisville. for the game. <laughs> As usual. I was pumped for Teddy in Cincinnati last night. I loved, I was, Adam Lefko right away is like, I've seen Teddy do some crazy things in Cincinnati and had the two plays from the last time we played UC. And I love, like, I put out the tweet of him. My One of my favorite gifts of all time is him. Mocking the, the, the UC cheer, the oh, 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 UC, like where they all do it. They're all doing it behind him, so he's not even looking at him, and he's doing it in perfect rhythm with them in front of him. <laughs> and so I was like, this is Cincinnati Ted being Cincinnati Ted. And, of course, like Cincinnati fans are like, it's the last time Louisville was relevant. I'm like, well, we got a Heisman winner like four years after that, so suck it maybe. Yeah, Cincinnati, deal with it, man. I'm sorry, Luke Fickle. Where's the keg? Yeah, you're, you're only your best, your best you know, football time in your entire franchise history came from a quarterback from Louisville, so, you know, suck that. That's why I don't want to play these guys like, ever again. Everyone's like, bring the rivalry back. <laughs> I'm like, no, keep the cake forever. I know you want that. I wouldn't mind having the robbery because I want it. But, yeah, I understand from your point of view. But, but now uh, they are going Big 12, which changes things. But and he, uh, but, but Dugan, uh, both Patrick and Ryan, our intern, uh, are in the, uh, in the wedding themselves. So uh, Dugan is down there for that. Mm. And I was kind of hoping the, uh, the, the thing, I know, I, know, I know Tua will be out for a little bit at least, but I do love this story, and I don't know how much it'll get milked, that, you know, it's Teddy coming home to Miami. And coming off the bench and, you know, being kind of a great, you know, returning home story to him. I think I would love to. I wanted that so much if they'd kept Devontae Parker as well. It would have been a great storyline, but they had to trade him to New England. Bastards. Yeah, I know. That um, would have been cool. I was, I was glad to see him play well. I didn't understand the the play calling a lot. Like, he comes out. He makes a couple of really, really good throws before the end of the first half to get them a, a field goal before halftime. And it yeah. was like every time they were throwing, he was throwing well. And then they would just, like, have no faith in him. It would just be like every simple basic run play on first and ten after that. I was like, what are you guys doing? I mean, I would imagine he probably, I mean, with, with two of the – You know the playbook, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's – him and two are both new the playbook since it's a brand new head coach. I mean, they've had the same amount of time learning it. And, and I don't know how much time he had with the starters. I think they brought that up a couple times during the game. But, I mean, with Tua being kind of questionable, they, they obviously knew enough to bring up the third-string quarterback and make him active for this game last yeah. night. So – 
I would imagine Teddy went through some first first team reps during and practice. I mean, walked through at least. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill. Just throw it down. Like the one time you tried that, it worked pretty well. Yeah, Tyreek had he got me twenty something points still in fantasy football. I would like to gotten in the end zone, but which I did see the uh, the advanced stats, whatever that pass from Teddy to Tyreek Hill is the longest completion for an NFL game this season so far in terms of yards traveled in the air. It was 61 yards yeah, in the air. Yeah, because he caught it and it went straight down. Yeah. yeah, it was 61 yards in the air. and um, there's like, like the, you think Teddy could throw 61 yards again anymore? I kind of was surprised. That I he was shocked too, out. yeah. I think he put everything behind that I one. I mean, he was slightly underthrown, but it's hard to hit Tyreek Hill in stride when he's 65 yards downfield. That's true. Uh, so he made a hell of a throw there, and I was surprised they didn't try a little bit more of that. Uh, a little bit of breaking news. This is from a couple of hours ago, actually. But um, Dre Gibbs, Lawhorn, he was a kid. We mentioned him on the show when he decommitted from Purdue. He's a basketball player. He was a guy who could potentially like, – Louisville was in contact with him. We were on his radar. He has now uh, announced his commitment is to Illinois. So he is headed Aww. to play for Brad Underwood. He is – I don't think we were really a serious contender, but we did attempt – We didn't to want him anyway. It's not that good. <laughs> he wanted NIL stuff. We weren't going to do that. Curtis Williams is better. We're not going to lower ourselves for – Trey Gibbs, Lawhorn, Don't NIL. Get, don't get like a high five for getting his name right. It was, I, you nailed it. I thought oh, it was going to take until like next year. But hey, look at that. September but, yeah. before October. Yes. He hasn't even been, he's not even here yet, and I got his name down. Now, now, tomorrow, the, the weather in Boston, I mentioned this a couple of times. If you look at the, the updated forecast for the next 24 hours or so, it looks like there's a solid chance of rain in the morning. It's about 50% all morning long. And then the best chance for rain in the Boston area is going to come early afternoon, basically right at kickoff. It's like 70% at noon, um, 75% at 1 p.m., 80% around 2 p.m. Oh, that sucks. And it's going to be, relatively speaking, cold. It's going to be in the 50s tomorrow. Yeah, imagine that. So you can expect, I don't know how severe it's going to be, but you can expect a cold and rainy game against BC, which on one hand – it's BC's offensive line has been bad. The pass protection has been bad. Phil Djokovic has not been good so far this year. You're thinking maybe this helps them, but their run game has been even worse than their pass game. So, and we have had a probably I think a better run game than maybe we expected, and a worse pass game than maybe we expected. You'd think that probably this benefits us more than it would benefit them. Um, it depends on. I think it benefits the gamblers more than anything because now I look at the under and keeping this game, taking Boston College for sure now because fifteen and a half is a big number. Uh, yeah, it's uh, for a game where Louisville. If, I mean, Louisville's up ten or thirteen. I can see them. You know, if this weather's nasty, they're going to be playing it probably close to the best, even more so than Sets even used to doing. And I mean, he takes what maybe in a game five to six long shots down the field. Maybe only take one or two this week. Yeah, and, and I mean, you. I think we talked about this before the UCF game too. And I, I totally agree with what you said. The a lot of times when it's going to be sloppy weather, it's going to benefit the team that is the underdog. Like you, oh, you, yeah. you want regardless of if you're a passing team or if you're a running team, you want things slopped up if you're the underdog. And BC is a clear underdog here by more than two touchdowns. So um, you think that there'd be a little bit of a benefit there, but I still think. I mean, Louisville has run the ball effectively against just about everybody so far this year. BC's strength on defense is its secondary. And their strength on offense is getting Zay Flowers involved somehow. It's harder to do that if it's a run game and you're talking about a wide receiver. Or according to have a quarterback and get him the ball. <laughs> we just need to if, – if we – and I think this was a conversation we had on Tuesday or Wednesday. If we allow one guy to beat us, I'm going to be irrationally mad about this. <laughs> like we have to you know, put a, a cornerback on Zay Flowers but also spy him with Yusir Abdullah or Yaya Diaby or somebody, Monty Montgomery. Get some, make sure that we have two guys following where he is at all times because – they have no other big threats at receiver. Their running backs have been abysmal. Djokovic, even when he's had time this year, has not been accurate. Don't let them beat us with like a little swing pass to him that he turns into a 75-yard play or a jet sweep that he turns into an 80-yard run. I can see that happening, like, too. Like, we cannot 
because we have been we've been bad at covering those little quick screens to the outside. Well, we've been bad in coverage in general. I mean, it, it just I mean, like I said, I mean, you look at the two games. The, Unless you're a directional Florida school. I mean, well, even Central Florida, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I joked, and, and despite being happy we won the game, that our defensive strategy was just leave the guys open and know the quarterback can't hit them. And because he wasn't. He was missing open receivers left and right in that game. But wait, he's still on the board for Heisman Trophy odds. I know. Who? I get John Rice Pumley. I get emails from, like, Bet Online. <laughs> for what? He didn't start the season with Heisman odds, and then he was on there, and he's still, he's like 250 to 1, but he's on there. Who's leading the Heisman now? Who's the best? Uh, CJ Stroud. Oh well, yeah, he, and he'll win it too. Probably I forgot about that. Yeah, Bryce Young's still there. He'll, yeah, they have a big game this week. The guy he'll, from Michigan, I assume, is up there. Blake Corum. He's because he's got like ten touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think he's that. He's running for almost a thousand yards in four games. Because there are people who think he shouldn't even be the starter. I mean, that's crazy. He's awesome. Uh, yeah. He's a little five eight speedster. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could. That, that's amazing. He's up there. I, I the, what worries me with Louisville was that because I have no confidence in really in the secondary at all. I mean. Almost none at all, because more often than not, we're going one on one, and we don't have anybody good enough to play one on one coverage against average receivers at best. And if we're not getting pressure on the quarterback, then you're going to let the, then we're going to get just shredded. That being said, the four state game first half, for example. But that being said, this is like you said a Boston College team that does not protect well. Nope. So it makes me, I would like to think we this weekend. Having said all that. Louisville's been good at getting in the backfield this year. We are a top-10 team in terms of, of sacks. We're a top-15 team in terms of tackles for loss. Um, if we, for whatever reason, allow Djokovic to sit back there or we allow him to get the ball and save Flowers' hands very quickly, this is a game that kind of falls on Brian Brown, and you would have significant issue there. We cannot, we cannot let him T.Y. Hilton us. And that's part of that relies on the offense, too, because T.Y. Hilton, as much as we remember him single-handedly beating us, FIU only scored 24 points in that game. He didn't have that many catches, too. because he, he, like, he made the two big plays. He had the two. I thought it was like two or three. Cause then, I think he had over 200 yards receiving, but he only had like five catches. I feel like it was more than that. but I could be. You could be like, I was at the game. I, I was on the first game. I, I remember going to that game, so it was kind of hard to get a grasp. Of, but I, I, I could have swore he only had like four or five catches for like 212 yards. Because two of them were like 60-yard bombs. One of them, he just took, I think he was yards after catch, two on top of it. I got into a shouting match with somebody after that game, and I made fun of his acne, and I felt bad about it. But I was very hurt by the loss. <laughs> what do you mean was acne? <laughs> I made fun of his acne. How old were you? Acne? Yeah. How old were you? This was, I mean, what, 11 years ago? I was like 26, 27. Oh, that's fine. Was, thought, he, was he like a little teenager kid? No, he was about my age. Oh, well, then you can make fun of that. He was fine. like just ripping the crowd, like going nuts. He was like just saying terrible things about Will Stein, who, by the way, threw the ball 43 times in that game. I'm looking at the stats. Oh, good Lord. He Did was, he really? He was 30 of 43 for 349 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Oh, don't, don't tell me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say that was Dominic Brown's first career pass attempt into an interception. No, he did not. Uh, Dominic Brown did not play in the game. Okay. I could have sworn he threw an interception in that game. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, by the way, seven catches, 201 yards, oh. two touchdowns. But yeah. I knew it was over two. I had the two over 200 right, I guess, but seven instead of five. So He had the 83-yard touchdown that was the game winner. Um, that was the only touchdown of the second half. <laughs> Such a horrible game to be at. Because then the next week we beat UK, and we're like, here we go. Teddy's the man. Like We're good to go. FIU things are, are a thing of the past. And then we lost to Marshall the week, <laughs> the week after that at home. I was doing Sansom Jimmy's wedding. Oh, it was, it, was, it was a bad, bad moment. Uh, stream is gone, apparently, according to everybody. It, it dropped for a second. We're fixed. Okay. I assumed you were aware because you were getting a bunch I, of texts. Yeah, I, was, I just didn't want to bother you. I, I, I try not to, the, you know, you're, you're the talent. I don't, I don't like, try to throw, you know, bother you with little minor details. Well, then I go to the text line. And it's, like, it's just like <laughs> 17 people who are like, streams down. Yeah, no, it, uh, for some reason we just dropped connection for a second, but we came back on. Okay, good. 
I don't remember which part what people missed. I'm sure it was something to be saying intelligence. No, fear not, people. We're, we're, we're good. I'm trying to say my funniest and most intelligent comment ever in the history of the show, and then y'all didn't hear it. You nailed it. You nailed it. it you have to go great. to podcast and find out what it was. Uh, by the way, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Texture says, uh, NFL only has one helmet color. You can change the stickers, but not the background color. This is the first year where they can but the Eagles can't wear Kelly green because their base color on their helmet is midnight green. The rule has finally changed. That was too much for me. I, I, couldn't, wait, I couldn't copy it. I, well, I, first of all, wait a minute. That person sounds like they know what they're talking about. I'm just going to trust them. I mean, the the Eagles do have, I mean, the throwback helmets are Kelly green and gray, and they wear now currently at midnight green, but they can, I mean, they weren't throw. We, we've worn throwback jerseys before in helmets. I don't know. And and we, we've even worn the, against the Lions when Kevin Curtis had almost 300 yards receiving. Uh, when we wore the really old throwback with the yellow and blue. You probably don't remember that game. It was I against, don't. It was against the Lions, though. I don't. Kevin Curtis had almost like, 200, like 275 yards receiving, I think. It was insane. I think I don't think it was the most yards he had all season. Shot the Lions. He was horrible. What a, what a horrible signing by Andy Reid. So speaking of helmets, what do you all think about putting the Heisman Cardinal on the helmets for Jeff Brom's first season? Come on. <laughs> Texas says, who needs DJ? We've got Fabio. <laughs> Fabio. I did see Kenny Payne was asked about, like, you know, Fabio was like, is he a true point guard? Is he a one? Or is he maybe a two or a three? And he was, Kenny Payne was like, what are two or three? Like, we don't look at positions anymore. I'm like, oh. Uh, it's the cow. We position with basketball. You still need a one. You still need, you need to be categorized somehow. Because I saw people in the comments like, you don't need point guards to win national championships anymore. I was like, besides uh, every national champion recently has had a pretty good point guard. That's If you don't think you need a guard play to win a national championship in college basketball, you are lost in 1982. Look at what North Carolina did. Like. What was the difference between North Carolina when we played them when they were sucking and when they were going to the national title game? It wasn't Armando Baycott putting up 28 and 15 because he was doing that every damn yep. game. It was Caleb Love and R.J. Davis finally yep. starting to play like, good college guards. And when they turned it around, North Carolina became one of the best teams in the country. And I guess someone's going to go, whoa, we can Kansas's MVP should have been the, the center. He was the big – Dave McCormick was great. I mean, yeah, he was. But, I mean, listen, it's a guard game. It's been a guard game for the last 25 years. I mean, you've got to – I mean, when's the last time a, a – I mean, granted, the Hall of Fame-level big men don't come around that often anymore. But, I mean, they, they don't win in college basketball. I mean, you've got to have guards. I mean, and also, Kansas was – Same for the NBA now. Kansas, like, only got to be, like, national title good when Remy Martin started playing, like, a national title caliber guard. Like, they they definitely lose that game against Creighton if he doesn't step up and play as well as he did. Christian Brown also stepping up and being very good was a huge thing for them. And their best player all year long was a guard, Oche Ibaji, who was first-team All-American. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you need good it's simple. You need good guards. There's that time may change, as, as you mentioned, with the, the evolution of the NBA, not wanting big men and the, 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 the college basketball, as we've talked about or I've brought up before, you know, you're seeing a flood of big men staying in college basketball like we've seen in the last couple of years. But that that's we're still a few years away from that, trust me. Well, that, I, I, I think that, that evolution, it's not going. I don't think it's a very fast evolution. I see that happening in maybe, I would say maybe five to ten years. You're going to see a lot of stories written this year about this being like the year of the big man in college basketball, though. Like I, I, I'll tell you I right now. I still think you need the guard, but you got to have the guard. To still win of course the, you have to yeah. have the guard. But look, look at who the first-team All-Americans are going to be. It's You're going to have Oscar Shibway, who's a yeah. big man, defending national player of the year. Drew Timmy's probably going to get a lot of preseason love to be the national preseason player of the year. Yeah. He's a big man. Hunter Dickinson from Michigan is back. Yeah. Baycott from North Carolina is back. Yeah. Like, those are going to be th- – those could be four of your five first-team preseason All-Americans. And, like, they're all centers. Like, yeah. true centers, too. Well, Baycott maybe a little bit more before, but he doesn't shoot threes or anything. Like, no, and Timmy can face up as, as can Dickerson, but, I mean, they're still – I mean, they're, they're, 
they're not they're not taking you off the dribble really from that area or anything. There's going to be a lot of like resurgence, big man, old school game type like storylines going into the season. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's just you're going to see it more and more in, in, in the upcoming years. Texture says, which yeah, I like by the way, because I'm a I'm an old school big man you are, fan. You are, and hey, good for us because we have like 17 cents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people get off Kenny Payne's back. He sees it coming. He's ahead of the times. He, he is ahead of. He is, he is. He sees what's coming. He's just doing. Lay off the man. Texture says uh, that was the 06 versus WVU game when Brom said it was too hard to differentiate between the helmets. Uh, the blackout game. Okay, possibly. Did we wear? We didn't. Well, I mean, they only have this. Western only has one. WVU only has one color helmet, though, don't they? I guess in college they do change their helmet colors around a lot more than in. in but we didn't wear the black helmets in that game. We wore didn't we wear white? I think you're right. We wore white helmets. Yeah, and I, think, that, I guess West Virginia had white helmets too. But the, but I don't. I thought they wore. They do have white helmets, but I thought they wore the the the, navy, the dark navy blue helmets that game. I can't remember. I can't either. We watched it. I still can't remember. I know. I mean, how I many how how many does one look at someone's helmet? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Texas Amherst is Navy, OMG Annapolis. Did you say Amherst? Just, I said Amherst. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Annapolis, Amherst, whatever. It's the same difference. It's not. It's like it's in the same neighborhood. It's like a throw. <laughs> They're both in America. It was in Euro trip. It's an island. We'll swim there. Whatever. It's like, Te- a, it's like a stone throw away. <laughs> Texas says, I don't know if I have to sing, sing this, but it says, TK has been spending most of his life living in a Brahmish paradise. <laughs> and then he goes, Oh, on. the Texas are on fire tonight. He does the whole song. They are on fire today. I've had, I've had like three or four I want to give text a day to. Living in the Brahmish paradise. I need to do, we need to do a song and run play that on the air. Texas, which player do you hate the most because they single-handedly beat us? I've irrationally hated T.Y. Hilton for years. Do you know who I still hate forever? I mean, T.Y. does stick out. I mean. I hate this player forever, and like nobody listening probably knows who he is besides like diehard Louisville basketball fans. Jeremy Hazell from Seton Hall. <laughs> He hit like 11 threes against us in that game at so the Prudential Center. He's one of the few people. So on Facebook, I would. There was a time when I would send out requests to all like at the, the the players on Facebook when I, like early Facebook days. Okay. And oddly enough, he's he's one like I got a friend request for, and yet some reason he still every year says happy birthday on my Facebook page to me. <laughs> I don't know him personally at all. I've never met him. Sometimes just a Facebook friends with him in some way. I don't even know how I got to be any every year he's always writing happy birthday on my page. Like, happy birthday, man, have a good one. I love it. I'm like, so you know what? He, I understand where you're coming from. I remember that game in, in up in New Jersey. I remember I was watching it and it drove me nuts when he blew us up. We wouldn't guard him. Because I remember thinking, like, you got that big eared goofy kid, just guard him. He had large ears. <laughs> he does he humongous ears. And I have got I, I guess I got past it because he just wishes me happy birthday every year on Facebook. Now I'm like, I like the guy. It's too funny. I'm like, I root for him now. I still hate him. <laughs> He's the only one that does it. Other than like my actual friends. I'm know? trying to think of who else. I mean Baycott kinda lit us up last year and he was a D in the Who is the he does I guess I can't say using an example because I can't remember his name as much. Who is the UNC guard that blew the kisses? Diego Guevara. Okay, yeah. See, I always forget his name. If you tweet about him on Twitter, his wife will find you. Like she's <laughs> Every, I've, tweeted about him, I've tweeted about him a couple times, and his wife has been like, all these years, you still hate my husband. I'm like, well, now I like him even more. <laughs> I can't but they're still together. That's a, it's a true love story. <laughs> it's, well, that's good. I, guess, I mean, T.Y. would have to be up there. I guess basketball would be easier to come up with examples because you don't have too many single individual dominations in football. Football, Pat White kills for like four straight years. Besides the 06 game, he like single-handedly just destroyed us. But Pat White was also lovable. I loved Pat White. He just was very good at football against us, and two of those the last two years I couldn't even get mad at him because it was Craig Thorpe. 
I'm not mad at you, Pat. I'm mad at Steve. You're just doing what what this man allows you to do. You're just doing what everyone else does against us right now. I I guess T.Y. might be up on top because I can't think of too many other ones. T.Y. is also memorable memorable because he went on to be a big-time NFL player in in this area. Yeah, yeah. Fans always remember that. Um, but I can't like football wise. I feel like there have been a few more that I'm not like. I mean, it's hard to even AJ Dillon from BC a few years ago too. Wow, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Just ran all over us. I, mean, I don't hate him either. I don't either. I was mad at that defense. I In fact, him. I actually liked him after the game. I was like, this dude's awesome. He's, yeah. he's old school running back. You don't get to me. I mean, he is the old school running back. He was very good. Just tossing Chucky Williams aside like a rag. <laughs> I know, Kentucky fans would probably say it was Doomerville when he set when he just destroyed uh, Andre Woodson for like six sacks or seven. Well, sacks. he was overrated. He wasn't that good anyway. Yeah. So the guy said he was blocking. And forced the forced the fumble on top of doing the game. Texas, says, anyone else concerned by Trevor's interest in the space force? Kind of sounds like a spy move to me. <laughs> spy versus spy. Are you a Russian space force spy? Uh, no, uh, the, we we don't. I'm sorry. Russia doesn't uh, doesn't concern themselves with space force. These <laughs> silly Americans in your space. We know, you know, we, you know, um, Russia was there before for us, right? In space, yeah, they were the first ones to orbit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, I mean, Russia was right there. They won that space race. We just like changed the game. We just decided no, that that wasn't the actual race. They, the race is to the moon, <laughs> and then we won. Isn't that moving the goalposts? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> the guy who did, I can't. It's it's bad. Like I should know. I, I can never remember the name of the guy who was the first like person to orbit in space. Uh, who's a it was Russian a dog. Guy. Well, it was then, then the first man, and he did like a world tour, and we didn't allow him to come to America. You're kidding me. Yeah. I'm gonna, come on, people. Well, it was come on, well, Kennedy. a long time ago. Get over it. Get over it, Kennedy. I think it was, I don't, I don't know if JK was the president. When, when, when did we go to the moon? 69. 69? Oh, well, it wasn't Kennedy. Kennedy was then 63. He was. But, but we were already trying to get to the moon in the early 60s. Kennedy was the one that like, he put that he, out he's the one that pushed the, the whole, quote. yeah. 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 Um, you are. Have you seen the the audio that the New York Times somehow got a hold of of like the Russian tr- soldiers, like their phone calls back home? No. Some of it's very sad, but some of it's hilarious. They're like, they're like, Putin's like random idiot. phone calls from Russian soldiers. They're like, they're like Putin's an idiot. <laughs> it's like it's like how you expect like soldiers from every country. They're like, what are we doing? Here? Does see that Putin like just said like everyone has to be in the army now, so people are just like just running out of Russia left and right. Well, he called up like three hundred thousand reservist troops. They haven't done like a full on like draft, but they think it's coming now, and people are trying to flee the country. Are they still involved in that? Uh, are they still invading the uh, what country? Were they were, were, Ukraine? Yeah, are they still, still in there. Ukraine's fighting back. They're like. I feel like it's not even talked about anymore on the news now. It's talked about a lot. I don't see it. Well, that's how often are you watching the news? You'd be surprised how much I watch the news. I mean, like real news or like Today Show? No, first of all, I don't watch the Today Show. I'm I, assuming you're still awake. I'm like at 6 a.m. Mid, 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 mid-aged housewife? <laughs> My wife watches Today Show every I day. Say, what, what, what do you think? What do I look like to you? I mean, seriously, you think I watch The View too? Um, no, I mean, I watch... Spectrum News, and when I turn the TV on, and I watch some local news, and it's all local. I mean, I don't watch like CNN or Fox because those really isn't news; it's just opinion stuff. So you watch a little Lester Burns. I mean, I don't. He's gonna give you Ukraine updates. So I mean, but I mean, yeah, just like when I turn on like the Spectrum News and stuff. I mean, Lachlan's not talking about it. Well, I feel feel like it's been kind of pushed behind the back burner now. It's still out there. Still a big. I'm sure it's still out there, but it's just not. He just claimed yesterday. He's not headlining anymore. He's annexing. He's like just claiming four parts of Ukraine for his parts of Russia. I mean, how's it not over yet? How's Ukraine still hanging on? They're battling well. They're they're winning the war right now. Oh, they're winning. Yeah, they're winning. Why do we need? Why was all this? We need to go help them. Then they're doing good on themselves on their own. Well, no, because they're winning because we're helping them. Oh, never mind. Yeah. 
Texture says, <laughs> "Whoops, I didn't know we sent people over there." Texture says, "Trevor, quote, garnet and burgundy are the same color." Also, Trevor, quote, "Kelly green and midnight green are totally different colors." Well, they are. <laughs> well, so are so are garnet and burgundy. Yeah, but garnet's made up. Garnet is not made up. Garnet and burgundy are the same color because garnet doesn't exist. It's just another name you gave burgundy. Kelly green is a completely different shit. Look up Kelly Green and next to the Midnight Green. No, they look nothing alike. Nobody, burgundy and... Uh, they and, don't. We've done this before. You yes, just, you, you did. Google Burgundy. Bur- you, I mean, we did this like a few weeks ago. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. There's yeah. Burgundy. Which Burgundy? Okay. Which one's gar- Which one's, Which one's? one's whatever? Bur- see, Burgundy and Maroon are clearly different colors. Okay, I'm, but you, you're talking about Garnet. Garnet? Whatever. Kevin. See, here's all the different shades of red. Okay, right where's Garnet? Where's Burgundy and Garnet? There's Cardinal. That's our official. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Huh? See, I don't see it on there. I don't know There's Garnet right there. Okay, where's Garnet? That's Garnet. That's that's Burgundy. Same thing. It's not Burgundy. Why? Then explain to me why you can't find Garnet and Burgundy next to each other anywhere online. Because nobody else is. Because they're the same the thing. Because nobody's looking up the difference between Garnet and Burgundy because they know they're two different colors. Because they know they're the same thing. They can't be in the same room at the same time. Deep, there's deep burgundy, it's star garnet. Ooh. See the lips, different lipsticks. There's different colors. Well, one's, well, those are different shades of the two. Oh, my God. And those are almost, those look alike anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, don't, don't look to him. He can't help you now. I mean, nobody can help you. <laughs> He's not fooled. Texas says, my doctor told me that one dump a day is ideal. What are your thoughts? Yes. I've heard that before. Yes, you, it is definitely an ideal thing. I, I, I'm very uncomfortable if I don't take at least one dump a day. Sometimes I do multiple, though. I'm almost, depends on what I've been eating. That's like the first thing I almost do every morning when I wake up. Recently, I've been having, because I have to eat the most boring food in the world, because I mean, all this stuff going on. But like I've now gotten, because I used to, like I would, multiple times, like coffee in the morning, now I can't drink coffee. Um, but now I'm like strictly once yeah, a day. Yeah, if you're drinking coffee, you're definitely taking a morning dump. God, I, I used to love the routine. Now yeah. It's, now it's gone. Oh, I'm just, I mean, I, yeah, that's grabbing a pack of cigarettes. That's my old morning cigarette as I'm taking the, the morning neck drop off. Um, people have... Afternoon, morning, depending on your time of day. I love the people who are like, I guess, didn't listen to the the Garnet show back in the day. They're like, <laughs> they're like does Trevor not understand that they're different colors of red? They're not like, different. I get there's different colors of red, but Garnet and Burgundy are the same freaking color, people. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to say. You don't have, there's nothing you can say because you can't, you've attempted to show me, but you can't prove me and show the two next to each I other. I just showed you the two next to each other. You're showing Deep Burgundy and, and Star Garnet. And Star Garnet. They're two different colors, though. They're the same color. If I, if I took the names off, I bet you couldn't tell me which one's which. I could absolutely tell you which oh, one's which. Oh, whatever. I, they're, they're di- it's like saying like blue and green. They're different colors. No, they're like, you, you're, you're being so extreme. Blue and green. Of course blue and green Kelly are Kelly green and sea green are different colors. Yes, and they're completely different shades of color. These and are not. And so are these. No, Good no. Lord. Just because you didn't know what garnet was, now you're all defensive. I mean, I know I didn't know what garnet was, and I don't understand why there is a garnet, because it's the same color as burgundy. I think garnet is the, garnet, well, garnet and gold is Florida State. That's... Burgundy and yellow, yeah. Or is it gold? Yeah. The fact that you didn't know that it's garnet, garnet. I feel like every game it's like, here comes the garnet and gold of Florida State. The fact that you didn't hear that before is also kind I'm of glad they gave a cute name to their color, Burgundy. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, more text. People are weighing in now with their Cardinal Killers. We'll read some of those coming up after the break. I would like some suggestions, yeah. 414-1450 is the number. Remember, we're at Oxmoor Ford. We're here until 6 o'clock. Stop by and see us. Check out their wide array of vehicles and the deals that they can provide for you. They can also custom make their car to Fit your needs. That's what the Oxmore Forward Guarantee does for you. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Roll on here on a Friday on 1450 and 961, the big guys. It ain't easy. 
We turn the page to October, one of the best months of the year. And weather's always great. Uh, Halloween's awesome. Scary movies, football. But you're not a big October guy? I'm not. I, I always found like, Halloween kind of overrated. Like, I never I'm, I'm A, Thanksgiving is the best holiday in, in, of all of them. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm alone on that island probably, but I am. But So what's your favorite month? November, I month guess. Month power rankings. you got November above October. Interesting. And you got basketball, football. You have basketball at an end, but I, I put October a little bit I mean, above November. At this point, you have the World Series. The weather's better in October. <laughs> November's World Series time. I mean, it used to be, remember, it used to be October, but no longer. Now it's pushed back. So. Well, I think it's still October now. I, I, mean, I think the World Series goes in, does it stay in October? Almost only? always ends. It, almost, it, it, it has the potential to carry over in November for, I think, games six and seven, usually. Okay. But most times, I don't know. I thought it even had a later start this year, though. I, was say, I don't know what now with the wild cards. Yeah, yeah I think they pushed it back now to where like, the playoffs start like late October. Cause I think I was talking to somebody about that today. I could be wrong. Because, um, I mean, I don't pay that much attention until, like, you know, we, well, I will be since, you know, somebody, somebody's team clinched a playoff perf last night. Despite losing, thanks to Baltimore losing, we clinched the berth. Go crazy, cream. So, you know, uh, but that's that's no here nor there. So we'll end up playing Tampa, which I'm dreading a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I really have a, you know, Honestly, I don't know if I have a favorite month. I don't even know if I'd say November. I say November, but I lean more be towards maybe March. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you get March Madness. I know it hasn't been favorite recently, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Is October your favorite month? No, it's it's up there though. It'd be like top three in my power. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it's hard to kind of pick one because every month can brings like one or two things. For sure. Mo- for the most part, I mean, except for you know, in every the month summer. is good in their own way. Exactly. Everyone has some special. But I am. Uh, yeah, I've always just been. Ever, I think I don't. Know, I like candy. I've just never been a big candy guy. I didn't ever want trick or treating. Um, horror movies aren't my aren't my aren't my bag. I mean, I don't mind them. I really don't like zombie movies. Zombieland is like the only one I'll watch that I kind of enjoy because I don't think it's really it's more comedy than it is anything. And I just, yeah, I just don't get into the Halloween thing. I don't dress up and all that stuff. Well, it's still, it's not winter yet, but it's that time of the year where it's kind of weird. The weather's not predictable. It's cold, it's hot, somewhere in between. Winter is coming, though. Thank you, Ned. The last thing that you want is to wake up feeling like your house is a refrigerator. So call AirServe and schedule a cleaning and maintenance service today. Don't wait. Call them at 785-6500. That's 785-6500. This simple call could save you thousands this winter. AirServe technicians, of course, are available 24-7. Visit them online for more information at airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. We're back here at Oxmoor Ford for today's show. Your heat on yet? No. No, no, I haven't been that, haven't been that cold yet. No, I've kept. I mean, I'm in that that great feeling where no heat, no AC is running right now. Yeah, like it's just like you don't have to have anything going, which is awesome because I'm tired of two hundred dollar electric bills personally. No, it feels great. Like this yeah. is we we have not caved yet. We I mean, not that like we're above it. Like there are some people who are like I never turn it on until November first, no matter what. I'm like, well, that's silly. Like we have. Yeah, know, I mean, I'm if a, it gets cold, I'm gonna turn it on. Yeah, really, exactly. Same thing. <laughs> now, I don't have the windows open. Now I'm at this that point where I'm like. 
I think I've got the. I think I've got it still on AC and set it like seventy two or seventy three, but it's just not kicking on because it's staying around sixty nine seventy anyway. Yeah, I'm not above turning on the air one day and then going to heat and back to air within a twenty four hour period. It has happened before. It could happen again. That's not good for like the. Uh, it's not good though. for it. Yeah, but, I was gonna say. You know, I've got to. It's better than listening to. Mary Rutherford complain about it incessantly. I'll take the hit to the system if it means that I forget we can at least get her co- comfortable for I forget, five hours. I, I forget I'm, I'm one of the few people that they're pretty much solo and they're and they have to worry about anybody else. Yeah, because my mom, mom's doesn't care. Mom just puts like sweatshirts on. She, and she's like she's like me. You know That's I mean? my go-to. Yeah, if, I, if I'm cold, I'll just throw some a hoodie on. If I'm if I'm hot, I'll sit in my underwear. Scoots, who is at the uh, who is at the station, uh, just texted into the show, which I appreciate. He said, "I couldn't help but notice you didn't mention Trace Jackson Davis among your best big men." But he's not. A, I was saying traditional centers. Yeah, he's not a. He's not a. Because he may be man. a first team All American preseason. He be. He might be up there with those four guys that I mentioned. I mean, he's the guy. Good. He's the guy that, that, that can can. He's at the level where he can carry a team to a Cinderella run in, a, in, a, in the playoffs or in the tournament. Scoots, how sky high if, you, if you're not outside doing whatever you're doing? If you're there, <laughs> how sky high are your hopes for Indiana basketball right now? Because they are being widely projected by many people to be the best team in the Big Ten. Are you ready to be hurt again? Um, yeah. Oh, I'm. I am extremely hyped. Um, my, oh, he's my, he's I, not, I he's not sky high. I, I couldn't be any more sky high if we're being honest. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> You want to are you, are you want to put some money where your mouth is on IU this year? Like you did, he Trevor. You don't want to lose any more money, my friend. <laughs> I, I can't do that to your wallet. You're so kind. Let's look at you. We've got the man on here firsthand. You, if you haven't, if you didn't hear before, I think we were actually at Oxmoor Four when this bet was made. Uh, Trevor and and Scoots have a bet going on that who's going to win more games between Louisville and Eastern Michigan because Eastern Michigan famously got Imani Bates and lost him. Now Imani Bates is his dad's kind of up in the air. Facing jail time. I still think he's probably going to to end up playing for EMU because yeah. what, what do you have to lose if you're Stan Heath? Are you going to fire me? Um, <laughs> really? Scoots, are you still feeling confident about your bet? With yes. TK? Yes, but I'm trying to take the high road and not talk crap because Trevor's talked a lot of crap. So Carmel, oh, come back and. Karma will come back and get him. <laughs> I think Karma's bit me enough in life. <laughs> uh, all right, 502-414-1450. Uh, I don't know how it came up, but we're talking about guys that single-handedly beat us uh, going back to the T.Y. Hilton game. I think it's how it came up, yeah. Because we don't want Zay Flowers to be this new that's T.Y. Was, Hilton. Yeah. That's, that's how we got there. And, it, you know, connecting those dots. and I feel like knowing our luck, that's just what's going to end up. Like it's the worst-case scenario, and I have like a bad feeling it might happen. Texture says Patrick Sparks, F him. He did the effing Cupid shuffle in the GD corner. Yeah, but he is. That was one play. That was exactly, yeah. Us, I agree, guy. yeah. He did walk, though. He walked like five times. I know. He moved on He moved on the inbounds pass. This is a good one um, that I probably should in more recent to. Mo Wagner from Michigan. Pretty much single-handedly beat us in the oh, second yeah. game. Remember, we like he's up against Dang Adele. Dang couldn't guard him. We moved, I think, yeah. Ray Spalding onto him. Ray couldn't guard him. We did everything we could. We got him drafted, I think. He just lit us up. <laughs> And his brother went there. Texture says, Mike, is the reason that you shot Jeremy Hazell on Christmas night 2010 in New York City because you hate him, as you just stated in the show? Jeremy Hazell got shot? I have no idea. That's a very deep cut if that's a true thing that happened. I mean, again, me and him are, you know, Facebook brothers and all. I know he still lives in – I think he's back in New Jersey. I see him on my Facebook newsfeed sometimes. Texture says, I can't stand Travis Diener, Kevin Pitsnoggle, Luke Herringody. Well, Pitsnoggle we beat. So that's, yeah, so that's kind of hard. But that could that if we lost that game, that would have fallen into the category he, probably. I mean, they all lit us up though, like Mike Ganzi, yeah. the coach's son, little Beeline, who now is. But Pitsnoggle's the one that I mean, you're never going to forget because his name is Pitsnoggle. Pitsnoggle he he yeah. looks like a you know a guy from like West Virginia biker, named yeah. Kevin Pitsnoggle. Yeah. Um, Luke Herringody did just destroy us every year. 
he had, I think, like, the one game we beat them, though, in this game where Samardo and he, like, went back to, like, neither one could stop the other. It was, like, triple overtime because all those games were triple overtime. And he finished with, like, 40 and, and 25 or something ridiculous. He was, was really good. Was it Travis, Tra- you know, Travis Dean I always hate, but it wasn't because he single-handedly killed us. He was just was Travis the one at St. Louis or DePaul? Or, I mean, DePaul or Marquette? Or Marquette? He's Which Marquette. one played at DePaul? Drew Diener played at DePaul, but he was not an actual Diener brother. His, um, he was a cousin. And then the other one played at SLU, whose name I can't remember. I can't remember if it was SLU or if it was DePaul. One of them was the one that I, I know he heard me as, as I was just hammered drunk chanting the entire time, Dean or Zoween or as loud as I could. And I was like, I was near the court. Speaking of deep guts. And I, he, I, yeah, no, he, gave, he, he looked over in our direction. And some people think that it wasn't at me, but I swear it was at me he was looking at. That guy just walked by here, knocked more forward, and like raised his eyebrows with like a, hmm. Like when I chanted Dean or the Wiener. He said Dean or the Wiener. <laughs> <it> was, yeah. <laughs> Travis Diener I hated. But he, like, you know, Dwayne Wade was the better player on all those teams. Yeah. I hated him, too, because the game in, you know, the the famous game that we played them in 03 when Reese hits the last second shot. Travis is the one that took the three for them, he right? Hit the one that, he, he made the three to tie it up. Then he yeah. gains the last shot. The less remembered game is when they beat us a few weeks later at Freedom Hall. Ellis Miles tore his ACL. Um, Tom Crean accused him of faking it. But then Diener hit, like, the game-clinching free throws and, like, screamed at the entire crowd. Like, oh, that was – and I've never wanted to, like, physically hurt an opposing player more than I wanted him to just be on the ground. I mean, I know I he – not stand him. I know he didn't dominate us, but Ito is another one that, that – Jeremy Ito, yeah, didn't – I mean, he didn't dominate us, but he hit the game-winning field goal and just the, the point, I mean – Diener, though, like, the only thing that made me feel better is I had a friend who actually went to Marquette, and she was like, everybody on campus hates him as much as you hate him. And I was like, good. <laughs> like, he basically he has like this, this like Camaro that he sits on the hood of and like waits for people to come over and talk to him. I'm like, of course he does. I'm, speaking of Marquette, I was watching a 70s show the other day, one of the reruns, and I think I'm the only one that probably would be annoyed by this, but like Donna goes to visit Marquette, and you know they've got like the, uh, the Golden Eagles posters in the background. I'm like... Man, this is 1975. They were the uh, they were Warriors. The, the Warriors. Yeah. I was like, come on, yeah, come on, Fox, get with it. Should have known. But they're literally the only one that's ever watched that episode that probably would be annoyed by that. They're on the verge of winning a national title. They won. Yeah, because that was the 77, the Butch Lee year. Yeah, that's a good call. Good call. They won in 77. I thought it was 78. No, they won. 78 was uh, UK. Who won in 79? The uh, that was Michigan State. Bird vs. Magic? 77, you're right. You're right. Bird vs. Magic was 79. Yeah, and, That's then, right, yeah, and then 77 was Butch Lee versus North Carolina. Who did Marquette beat in the title game in 77? North Carolina. Oh, man. Yeah, don't ask me what I did yesterday. Yeah, I know. Like, seven, in the 70s, I got you. That 77 Final Four was Marquette, UNC, UNC Charlotte, and I wasn't Purdue. Oh, I can't remember the fourth school now. That's going to annoy me. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Who was the fourth school? It was UNC Charlotte. Yeah, that was the yeah. Marquette. Cornbread Maxwell was their best player. UNLV in North Carolina. UNLV, yes. UNLV beat Idaho State. That was with the um, That was, oh, what was the guards? Oh, I can't, I can't remember the guards. Uh, not, no, it wasn't Reggie Diaz. He wasn't there yet. No, it's a wild tournament. Idaho State made it to a regional final. They beat UCLA, who had beaten Louisville in the uh, in the regional quarterfinals. I wonder who, if you click on, I wonder who they had. They probably had a really good player on that team, I would assume. I don't know. You can't click on that. Yeah. They don't have it on the Wikipedia page. I, don't, uh, I can't think of who went to Idaho State off the top of my head, though. Five, I can't think of anybody who went to Idaho State. I mean, if they were that good, I would usually if it's somebody real good, I would remember their name. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Um, Texture says, football hate, 2007 Larry Taylor. And he kind of single-handedly beat us, but that was more of like a just one play. 
the, that, the that, that, that ranks with Edo too, then, yeah. Exactly. Basketball, he says, Grayson Allen, he got the dirty player stigma by first trying to trip Ray Spalding. Was, was Spalding the first? I thought he was like the second or third. thought he was. He was doomed. a habitual tripper. <laughs> yes, he was. A habitual line stepper. Um, I, t- I mean, he did it to us twice. Who was the other one he did it to? Well, he and Donovan Mitchell got into like a yeah. dust up. And then he and Jalen Johnson, Jalen like elbowed him in the face, which was great. But I don't know if we were the first he did it to. I was thinking he did do it versus somebody in the ACC first. I think he did. He did it so many times that you like forgot who, who, he, did it to. who he did it to. By the way, Steve Hayes was the best player on that Idaho State team, who I have no idea who that yeah, is. I don't recognize the name, no. Average 20 and 11. Big man. Seven feet okay. tall. Oh, well, seven feet seven in 1977. That's pretty rare. Texture says, is Trevor celebrating his Russian holiday today for annexing more regions of Ukraine? This is before we even started talking about it. <laughs> I still think it's been – I didn't even know what was still going on. The Peter's over. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Texas says, new Virginia video tweet by Mike. Looks like all of us the morning after a late – Oh, you posted that road. video you showed me. I did. I said just trying to – me trying to get a handle on the Scott Satterfield era. Trying oh. to figure out how I feel. I thought you were going to put me doing radio with Trevor. Well, <laughs> she did skip her nap, which was an error in judgment, and our babysitter sent that to us. She's <sighs> just pondering life on the couch. She's now asleep on the couch in a terrible position. That's how I feel when I don't take my nap. Texas, Michael, I just finished the pod. Between your view of the b-ball team and the IRP, I'm off to, ball, to buy Drano to drink for dinner. Well, I mean. <laughs> what would you say on the pod today? The same Good stuff Lord. I've said on the radio Good show. Good Lord, man. I mean, I've just said, like, the IRP, <laughs> I should feel good about everything. I don't feel good because I'm a Louisville fan who's been through this. And the basketball team is, I mean, I'm saying the same thing that everybody's saying about the basketball team outside of, like, rainbows and sunshine, like, Louisville fans. Like I, I'm, I'm holding out hope. I'm not gonna like say we're definitely gonna have a terrible year, but I, I see all the predict. I mean, CBS today they came out with their uh, winners and losers of the college basketball offseason, and their number one loser was Louisville. It's wow, not, really? This is gonna be a national narrative. Is like this, like p- expectations are not going to be high for this team. There wasn't one program that had a how no how are we were both biggest losers. Um, I can pull it up real, real quick and read. Uh, David Cobb is the writer. He said, uh, the buzz over Kenny Payne's hiring as coach sure died down quickly. The Cardinals did little this offseason to inspire confidence that the on-court product will significantly improve following last season's 13-19 and nine to 19 debacle. More specifically, the roster's, roster's glaring lack of quality guards could be an issue after Louisville failed to land uh, backcourt help through the transfer portal. A couple of four-star commitments from the class of 2023 are an encouraging sign, but five-star guard DJ Wagner is the big prize that Payne needs. Well, he wouldn't even play next year anyway. So, I mean, that's the well, move. He says that to energize yeah. the program. I mean, br- just bringing happen. a new coach, Kenny Payne being the, as a prime example, is a, alone should, should bump us off from the biggest loser right there. The excitement of having a new coach is, is, is ex- I mean, there wasn't much roster moves to be made. I mean, there, there were. But. I mean, there were a few, but he did also bring in, a, he did bring in some I mean, guys. we all thought that the, the, the roster was going to look better than it, it wound up looking when Kenny Payne was hired. Do you don't think it still looks, you don't think it looks better from the, the last year? I mean, I think we thought it was going to look better than it does now. Okay, well, it still I looks mean, better than last year, though, right? I mean, I guess like we've got we have. I mean, bringing just bringing in Hatfield and, and bringing back Mike James off injury alone makes it a better looking roster to me. You'd hope we have no idea how good these guys are. True, I know we don't, but I mean, just, I mean we're the, thing but about, the, the guys that we're saying are going to carry us to victory, and I say we as Louisville fans are guys who were on last year's team that were thirteen and nineteen. Well, well one of those was the other Hatfield wasn't. But well, Ellison Curry are the guys that people yeah. talk about the most. No, I mean I understand we don't know what they're going to look like, but just having the optimism alone should should bump you at least. To, there's got to be schools out there that did less than us. Of bringing in optimism, whether it be blind or not, of, of going into this year that would not make us the biggest. I, I, that sounds like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on that one. I think it's relative to like expectations. Like Louisville, like 
yeah, we should be better than 13 and 19. Well, I mean, and I think a lot of people thought when you hired Kenny Payne, like they're going to be not back to being a national title contender, but they'll be back in like the upper echelon of the ACC. They'll be a, and certainly a tournament team, and I don't think that we've assembled a roster. And there are legitimate reasons why. Who was number two on the list? I don't know. I oh, okay, they had it. My bad. Thing. Sorry. Yeah, I just pulled it up on the post I was working on. You're good. Um, Texas says. I still hate Matt Coburn for acting like his career was ruined because of a gray shirt. He did play that up a little bit, but he also did light us up. That's the running back went to Wake Forest, right? Yeah, and, and people act like there had never been a gray shirt. Oh, oh God, I and know. And, like, Nick Saban had done it, like, 70 times. I know. UK fans were just feasting on that for two weeks or so. How can you, Petrino, such a dirty human being? What a scumbag Petrino is. Hey, we're not arguing that, but for this example, it doesn't help. It doesn't it's like, matter. It's like the WikiLeaks thing, which nobody remembers as anything outside of, of Louisville, right? There were th- at least three other schools that we know that were getting plays from this guy, yeah. like Tommy Elrod, and yet it's become like the Louisville scandal. Like, it's, you know, we just were stigmatized. We still are. Uh, Texas says, talking to Trevor on certain topics sounds like a person who just came out of a coma after a year. Sometimes. <laughs> Wait a minute, give me an example. Texas says, burgundy is a wine, garnet is a gemstone. They're different colors of red. No. Yeah. Wrong. Texas says, I just tuned in. Has Trevor defended the Dolphins doctors yet? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Texas says, uh, I hate Nick Chubb. God, he did kill us in that bowl game. They did. But, like, we knew. We were underdogs in that game. Yeah, but him killing us in that game led me to draft him on every fantasy football league's rookie year, including my dynasty teams, and I'm loving that now. He was so good. How he – yeah, I – I mean, I guess it is that one game, but I thought, I mean, how's this guy dropping in the second round when he went? Because that dude was a beast. This is a, this is a good one, actually, um, that I forgot about. Darnell Archie from Butler. Oh, yeah. Oh, three tournament, single-handedly beat us pretty much. Sitting in that corner shooting threes. Just killed us. And I, I forgot I mean, all about that. A few years ago, like somebody I know from who does – I can't remember who it was, a college basketball guy that I worked with, now does stuff with Butler, and Darnell Archie's working there. And he's like, Mike, you need to, like uh, – He's like, Darnell Archie's here if you want to like have him on the show to like apologize. And I was like, I'm not. Re- apologize. I was like, I was like, I'm not ready yet. And Darnell Archie like just like liked the tweet. I was like, I don't want to. Don't make me like you. I'll hate you forever. <laughs> it's my senior year of high school. I love that team. Uh, uh, Yuri Gagarin was the the Russian space that I was thinking about. Thank you. Oh yeah, that just rolls off your tongue. First man. First yeah. Man. First man to do it. Didn't they leave a dog up there? Probably. <laughs> We sent a bunch of animals into space. No, not we. I think Russia did. Well, we both did. Oh. We're sending monkeys up there. We're sending all sorts of animals with no hope of them returning. <laughs> so mean. It was There's going to be Project X. It's a great movie. Matthew Broderick. I thought that was the movie about the party. There's two of them. The uh, original one's Matthew Broderick. I've seen the second one. Yeah, the first one's with Matthew Broderick with, uh, with training monkeys to do the uh, space stuff. The fly space uh, capsules. It's very sad. Texas is a Power 5 team, hired Mike White, and we are the biggest loser. Xavier hired a coach who's legally not allowed to coach. <laughs> exactly. That's my, thank you, well, Texter. Sean Miller's definitely coaching this year. Mike White alone, though, is right there. I Me, mean, come on. Well, it's Georgia. Nobody cares. I mean, but that's not the point. The point is that they are clearly have less sex. They're bigger losers than us as offseason. They should be. Texas says Teddy Dupay from that athlete's action team or whatever that was called. He did eat like 19 threes. That was the last exhibition game that we lost. Oh, uh, Teddy Dupay. He's the one who got in trouble for gambling, right? Uh, yeah, something. Yeah, he did. He was doing gambling down in Florida. That does sound right. I always remember watching him at the Derby Classic, and I thought, man, this kid is good. My uncle, I remember my uncle sitting next to me going, he's too small, never won't play, won't play. I'm like, he's going to Florida. Who cares? Florida sucks. I'm like, this kid's good. I was like, this kid can play. He was good in college until he, he, was know, good. Yeah, he, was until he got caught good. in a gambling ring. Texas, important question. Do you all remember Louisville Motor Speedway? If so, do yeah. you know anyone who ever went, and why the hell did it get tore down after, like, 15 years? We went a lot when I was I went there when I was a kid. 
My dad used to, um, he was like friends with the guy. He, my dad was big on cars, and he would like, I think he helped out at the Motor Speedway back in the day. And we went a lot of times on the weekend. And I was like, I was big into it. This is when I was like real young. I was, um, this is not to be confused with the boxer, but I had a friend when I was like in like fifth grade or something. His name was Joe Lewis. And uh, the only reason I remember his name is because of the boxing thing. I don't know what, I don't think I've talked to him since sixth grade. So I don't know where he's at. If you're out there, Joe, hey, what's up? Uh, but but he was like I wasn't into that type of stuff. But he I remember he was. So like a lot of times I'd go. His his dad would take me and him down there, and we'd do the uh, especially for the um, the monster trucks when they'd have like the grave diggers and stuff like that out there. Uh, we'd go down there for that. But that's that's I was I, I was never into it. So I was just kind of doing the ride along thing. I just wanted to my brothers. But my brothers and my dad were very into it. We only did it a few times. I remember just going out there a few times with him, and that was it. My dad knew Frank Kimmel, who's a beast, and so we always just went and cheered for Frank Kimmel, who like, cool. was like the all-time leader there. But like, that, I didn't even know it was torn down to be honest with you until you just now literally said that. <laughs> that's one of those things like I just I never got that gene. Like my brothers and my dad, like super into cars, super like could like yeah. you know, change their own oil, do all that stuff, and like I just I never had any. Interest. Oh, I'm not zero. I, from point A to point B. You, you, yeah, I, I can't do. I know nothing about cars, which is why, which is why mechanics are on the top of my list of people I don't trust. You know, you can get you from point A to point B. Who? Our friends here in Oxmoor Ford, because oh, they've got baby. the most extensive inventory in the area, with I trust 150 them. new vehicles available to choose from. It's the largest Ford factory. They've got certified inventory in Kentuckyana and rates as low, uh, starting as 1.9 percent. Come out here, see them for more details. We love our friends here at Oxmoor Ford. We got to go to break. When we come back, <laughs> final hour of the show on a football Friday. I will talk a little bit more about this BC game. Then at 5.30, we'll do our pick segment. Still time to get your vote in for the high school game of the week. Uh, do it on Twitter, at Card Chronicle. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey rolling on here next after the break here on 1450 and 96.1. Noon start games. Do you feel better about this being a noon game than like a primetime kickoff like the first three? Mm. I think there might be something to it. There may be. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like it because I don't like noon games. But you don't get up before two. No, and this is probably going to be on ballots again, isn't it? I just said ACC Network. Oh, did you? Okay. I mean, you say you say stuff. you, you I said it twice. Yeah, but I don't listen to you. I know. Uh <laughs> I mean, if, if you know what, it, I'll I'll fall on the sword. If, if, if we have a better chance of winning because we're playing noon, I'll, I'll stick with noon games. They always say, for whatever reason, if you're a road team, it's better to play the early game. I guess because there's you want less waiting around in unfamiliar places. You know, if you're a home team playing an eight o'clock kickoff, you can stay. In, you're staying in your own dorm. You're staying. In your, you're doing your own routine. But if you're a road team, it's a little bit weird, like going through stuff in the hotel ballroom, finding stuff to do, going out to a team meal, like just killing time until 8 o'clock when you're living out of a hotel. So in, in that regard, I kind of like the noon kickoff for these next two weeks. For two games that I think Louisville, we all agree, really needs to have if they're going to have what any, anybody would consider a successful 2022 season. But it starts tomorrow. Uh, noon kick, we mentioned this earlier, looks like rain in the forecast, looks like cold and rain uh, for tomorrow's game. I think that that's not necessarily a debilitating thing for Louisville, who has been a good running team so far this year. BC hasn't done really anything that well offensively. Uh, they entered this game 121st in the country in total yards per game with 283.3 as their average. They're also 87th in passing yards, and their rushing game, one of the worst in the entire country, 128th. They average just 59.8 rushing yards per game. That is... That's 59? 59.8 yards per game. That's Ugh. Not good. Not good. 
No, nah, some of the heads part dudes, they, they, they're behind a lot too, right, I would assume. It's a, a big thing for them is they have yeah. fallen behind early in a lot of games, and they've had to, I mean, Florida State was up 31 nothing on them uh, early last week. They returned the opening kickoff. They were playing from behind the eight ball really all game long. Uh, same thing, Virginia Tech got up on them big early on. They could never get out of that hole. Rutgers was just a slugfest. And then Maine is That was week Maine. one, too, wasn't yeah, it? Week yeah, week one they lost to Rutgers. I think it was 22-20, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. It was sloppy, the game. And, and uh, on defense, if you're looking at it, I mean, Louisville, I know that we all – we made so much of a deal out of how bad the secondary looked against Florida State because they kept throwing it up to, to Coach Scott Satterfield, the tall guy, and we couldn't do anything to stop them. But overall, we have been much worse against They're back up to nonetheless. Yeah, Gary Rodemeyer comes in here and throws the tall guy. That's, uh, that's how we're going to talk about that game. But we have been much better defensively against the pass than we have the run. Uh, we are 93rd in the country in rush defense. We allow 163.3 yards per game on the ground, and we give up 187 passing yards per game, which is just 29th. So, I mean, why throw it when you can run it, though? Well, you could. I mean, that's, that's kind of the mindset. Last week, nobody, they couldn't do either. So yeah, I think I those mean, will help those stats. That USF game where USF could do nothing against our defense. Did you say we get up 160 yards on the ground a game? Per game, yeah. That is absurd. I mean, it's, it's 93rd. It's not good. But passing. <laughs> it's, only, it's only, what, 38 teams worse than us? Hundred and Yeah, 34 teams play FBS football. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. about 40. <laughs> But we also but we're we're 29th in pass defense in the country. Like yeah, I think a little bit has to do with the fact that everybody's just running down our throat. But yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. an alarm. Yeah. Besides last week, uh, hopefully they can. Bone alarms get that are annoying, aren't they? I mean, yeah. You see, you, you've got you basically had, you've had two really good games for the defense and two really bad games for the defense. UCF and South Florida, they were great. Um, against Florida State and Syracuse, they both were terrible. And the common factor, as we talked about a number of times, is Florida State and Syracuse both threw the ball effectively against us, and the other two teams couldn't. They the couldn't other two teams have horrible quarterbacks. Open guys. And you yeah. hope that the that trend continues because Phil Dracovic, as talented as he is, has not been good, and he has not had protection. But when he has had protection, he still has been overthrowing guys left and right. So we've said this in the last hour. We'll say it again. The one thing that you have to do if you're Louisville do not let them get the ball to Zay Flowers in, sp- in space, and nope. do not let a single player beat you by taking a, a swing pass 75 yards, taking a jet sweep 75 yards. Make them beat you with a traditional offense because so far this year they have not been able to do that. And as we've established when we talk about our stats, there's one thing that is the most is important almost any school in any game, but to Louisville it's probably life or death, and that is you have to score early and you have to get up early because, as we know, we don't come back from the fourth quarter. We've established that. If we're down going in the fourth quarter, we give up, and we don't come back and win. 0-16. Yeah, and also the fact that we just don't defend the run very well, and it's probably being very generous to saying it that way, that if we can score early in, in early drives, get up, you know, put 14 points up and two, you know, t- two touchdowns in our first maybe three drives, we can force the other team to abandon their run game like we kind of did with South Florida. And we didn't do as much for Central Florida. I think they just gave up on it for some reason. I don't know why. Well, they ran it more. South Florida ran it more than UCF did. Yeah, but yeah. but still, but if you need to do it, then we need to do that with Boston College because we can force them into a passing game. Then we can point our ears back. We can go out to blitz. We can sit. We can let our defenders do what they are good at in Darby and, and company doing, and that's getting pressure on the quarterback because that's kind of their niche thing. And you get, and if you can't, if you're in a game that's you know within a score, nick, nip and tuck. And you give a team the option of having both run and pass. That's when we're going to struggle, and that's when we're going to give up running yards, and we're going to probably give up some passing because of that because we're afraid to stop the run. And we got offensively, that I'm looking at you. You got to help out your boy Brian, not just giving him a job when two years after he deserved it or not. 
you got to help them out by getting up early and looking good in those first few drives. When we look sloppy in our first few drives, we're going to struggle. Yeah, I, I think you saw that in the certainly in the USF game. When we got out to an early lead, we were able to kind of take some chances defensively. And you that's, saw even with Central Florida, we scored early in that game. We did. They, they just scored more early than we did because well, they mean, got up 14-7 and uh, they didn't score again, thankfully. But yeah. South Florida especially, I think when you got that early lead, you able you were able to take chances defensively because that's, that's when we're at our best. And – I think you're a lot more willing to do that when you're playing with like a 14 nothing, 10 nothing lead because let's say you bring a couple of guys off the edge and BC does hit a big play to Zay Flowers. Cool. It doesn't kill you. you don't, you're not, the, the offense doesn't feel that much pressure. They've got to go back out and respond as opposed to you know, make up for a 10-point deficit, which we've not been good at playing from behind under Satterfield historically. So no. I, I think that yeah, getting off to a hot start is – I mean, BC is saying the exact same thing because they have – gotten off to abysmal starts in all three of their losses and not been able to, to climb out of that hole. And In fact, again, besides Rutgers, they've been just blown out. So uh, I think that whoever, you know, if one team can be up by two scores at the end of the first quarter, they're probably going to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, apparently, by the way, our mics were hot during the break. So I'm very glad that I did not say anything that I don't think that was awful. Cause I, I what really are you doing over there, Scoots? I legitimately thought about saying something. that there was. I saw something on Twitter, and I was going to say something that was going to be very mean. And then I thought – there's a chance that my mic is on. We're on remotes. Weird stuff's happened, so I'm not going to say that. And I'm very glad that I did because it would have been bad. I don't know what I said. And you know what? I don't say, Short of it actually being a curse word, I don't say anything on the air. I wouldn't say off the air. Pretty much. I mean, you don't have figured that part out. I, I, I have no filter. I have, you don't like what I say? That's okay. No, everybody's like me. What's your <laughs> – Where's your confidence level right now? Because we both were. I'm glad you have. I've been thinking about this too. You okay, bring let me know. Up. Scale of one to ten, we got uh, less than 24 hours away from kickoff now. How confident are you feeling that Louisville gets to three and two here and finally wins an ACC game? This isn't a joke. But I'm at about about 6.9, okay. seven. Okay. I'm feeling. I'm feeling more confident than I am unconfident. And the fact that good. that all their weaknesses feed into what few strengths we have, and, I mean, limited strengths we have on defense, but we do have a, one or two, and their, their, their biggest Achilles heels are what we do the best, or only really the only thing we do good. So that, that, that helps me feel better. And the fact that I, I, I feel like if we can get a, the running game going early, Hit that one big play early. Get up, like I said, ten to nothing, fourteen, fourteen seven. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to feel really good about the 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 stretch run at the end. This is weird to say because I do think, and and I'm giving away my official prediction to a, a point here. Like I think BC is going to cover in this game. I think fifteen and a half is a large number. I do too. But I feel really confident that we're going to win. I, I just think that we're. Well, you were at seven point eight yesterday, I think, or the day before. I'm at like a solid eight right now. You're, you moved up I'm a little. Eight. What, what now? What has moved you up? That's it's a small increase. It is. But I think the I think the rain I think could help us. I do. Okay. I think that just reading reading some more stuff from the BC sites and like kind of them being like, yeah, we we're trying to look for some. Are, sort they, of, are they are they like just way more negative than even we are about our own fa- our own team? They've been worse than we have. Like That's they, amazing. They're, they're one and three. I mean, we almost we should have beaten Florida State. They lost to Florida State by thirty. All thirty, and, all thirty of their fans. And it really wasn't that close. <laughs> but like all of them have, they've kind of said the same things, which is like we're looking for reasons for optimism, and there's not much. And Jeff Halfley has been since he got there, he's been billed as this like the next big thing in college football. He's you know coached with Ohio State pedigree. He's his next job is going to be a big one. He's done a good job there. And there for the first time, they're kind of like. 
he deserves a solid amount of the blame for this right now. The offensive line has been atrocious. Djokovic has not looked like the guy that he was before he got hurt. You know, the, Zay Flowers turns down all this NIL stuff to go to bigger and better schools to stay here, and they're not doing enough with him. The defense hasn't been very good. Like they're like at some point you have to lay it at the feet of your head coach. This and is that's his where they are right now. Third year, fourth year. I believe it's his fourth. He's from Clemson, right? Ohio State. Ohio State. That's what it was. I knew it was one of the big boys. Once again, just literally said twenty seconds before. I could. Okay. I mean, yeah, but everything. Most of the time, you go in one area. Out the other. You sure you said it? I didn't hear you say it. I said it. Okay. Um, this is like the tapes. I said, the, say I said the Ohio State pedigree. This is his third season, by the way. Okay. His first year, he leads them to the COVID year. They were supposed to be like dead last in the conference. They ended up going six and five and going. Well, they were six game. and five the year before he, he took over. Anyway, I believe, weren't they? I don't know. Uh, they oh. were six and six last year, which was they uh, again overachieved a little bit, played in the military bowl, and now this year they were expected to take a step forward with having a healthy Trukovic and getting Zay Flowers mm, back. Yeah. And they've been – this looks like the worst team he's had yeah. through, through at least four games. I don't see him being I, – I could see them replacing him at the end of the season. No, I think that's – that's. You think scary. so? Yeah, they, I think he's got solid job security. No. They feel good about him, but he's – one bad season is not going to tank him, but certainly he would go into the next season with a little bit more – a little bit more – More hot seat. A little bit of heat on those buns. A little more heat. I think there's some heat right now, personally. Yeah. I think Chestnut Hill's ready to roam down the hill. I don't think that they're. I don't think they're there yet. Just based on what I've read from the, from the thirty fans that covered the Texas. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, Texas, that I'm nine out of ten right now. BC is bad, but we don't cover on the road. That's the only thing that keeps me from thinking that we're gonna like just go up there and, and do play our game because we have been a bad road team under Scott Satterfield. I know I mean, we beat UCF, but we still have lost nine of our last twelve away from home. That accounts bowl games, um, and we even when we do win. We don't just go places and just thump dudes on the road. It's been like grinded out, kind of ugly wins, and I think that's what we're probably going to get tomorrow afternoon. That's why that's, that's the one thing that worries me because we talk about you know you brought up the comparison of us versus them thing and where we, you know we we hung with Florida State and, and nearly beat them and they got you know plowed by Florida State. Big difference is we hosted Florida State on a Friday night. They went to Florida State on a primetime Saturday night game. Um, I wonder if we if the roles reverse. I'm not saying they would have had been as, done as well against FSU as we did. Probably would have at least known they had a six seven receiver I would give them credit for. But I wonder how much we would have done against Florida State if we'd gone against them on primetime in for in Doak Walker. Been... That place was pumped. I watched I was watching that game. They were they were pumped. I don't for think that we game. would have been down thirty one nothing No, no, I don't think we I don't think we lose like that, but I, I just I question whether how much we hang with Florida State compared to the our way we did play them. I also don't think that a bad Virginia Tech team is beating us by seventeen, which is what happened to B C. And a Rutgers team missing six of their best players would beat us at all at home. They have best players? Yeah. <laughs> you're making fun of Rutgers. They beat BC. I know. At BC's place. The perfect world would be us winning by 14 and me betting Boston College. You're going you to lay the money on the BC again? Oh, yeah. You bet on the other opposite team? I'm taking it. All right. I, even if I think we're going to win, I just don't think we're covering 15 and a half or 16 either. I just don't think we're doing it. I think it mostly win by 14. Uh, Texas, if Louisville would have lost to Michigan in 2013, I'd probably hate Spike Albrecht more than anybody. That's, that's probably. That's I mean, he yeah. Was, he was lovable now because he didn't do anything really afterwards. Because we answered it right back. Yeah, and we yeah. won. Yeah, it was, it was fine. And he didn't do anything in the second half, I remember, right, didn't he? Well, he scored a point in the second half. I don't think he did either. I think all of his points came in the Yeah, and that one little stretch, yeah. Do you hate? Do you have any sort of ill feeling? BC is like one of the teams in, in the conference, and we've been in a conference with them prior to this. Yeah. That I just have no emotions whatsoever about no. one way or the other. No, no, it could, could care, less. care less. Like, Wake Forest is no. – Kind of cut from that same cloth, but like we've had a we've had history with Wake Forest, both football and basketball. Whether we were in the conference or not, going back to '96, BC, we seem to always beat them in basketball, and their fans don't care. And, and 
football, they've been just kind of whatever. More I mean, not. They, they had the, they've had their moments against us. Well, think, 17 stands out. I think we split with them, aren't we? Two and two last four games against them, I think. In what, football? Football, yeah. Well, they beat us in 2017. I know that. We beat them last year. They beat us the year before. Yeah, I think I think, I think we then. split back to, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong because I looked at it last night. I know we beat them the first three I think we're like six and five versus them in the last 11 or something like that. It's, it's somewhat even. But you're right. It's a, it's a team that, yeah, just a school and a team that I just don't really – uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, even if I, I guess I could hate them, I'm maybe, you know, you know, if we're even somewhat even even somewhat with them in, in our series, I just yeah, they don't they don't bother me. Yeah, we've won. Uh, we only all time series eight to six. Eight we've, to six. Okay. We've won five of the last eight. Um, their only three wins against us have come in three of the last five years: 2020, 2018, and 2017. So we've been pretty even the last three or four years with them. Then yeah, three four. Yeah, we we won our first. We won four straight against them. Go before the 2017 loss. And then we lost again in 2018 when we lost to everybody in 2018. Yeah. We beat them in Satterfield's first year in a good game. 19. They beat us in a good game that we should have won in 2020. And then last year, they didn't have Djokovic and couldn't do anything, and we beat them 28 Oh, last year was the drawing the line game for Brian Brown, remember? He did, and he held him to 14 I said, points. I said, you, hold, you, you have more than 20 points to this team, and I will, fi- I will personally take you out of your office and take you out of the state and leave you somewhere. Like, you weren't going to come back. That's the only reason he's even went to still. But then he crossed that line several times later, and for some reason he's still around. I don't know what this text is. I know we have to go to break. Texas, I need advice. I love chicken sandwiches, but I hate overly crispy chicken. I feel like I'm chewing rocks. Which franchise has the best chicken sandwich but not, but too crispy? Well, I mean, I'm assuming getting a grilled chicken sandwich is out of the question. I kind of like ch- like the the crispiness. Like my one of my favorite chicken sandwiches is Jaggers, and it's definitely crispy. If you're if that's your question, I mean Chick Fil A's not too crispy unless you just around the edges a little bit, maybe. But Chick Fil A's fine, yeah. Yeah, for the most, you'll have some crispiness at the edge. Popeyes is crispy. For yeah, sure. Popeyes is crispy. I like crispy though. Yeah, like like when you go KFC, you're the original extra crispy guy. I don't go. To, I haven't been to KFC in probably well, it, it, ten years. I haven't been in like eight days. Uh, but I mean, if you in your KFC days, I mean, what were you looking at? I honestly don't even remember. Don't you remember? I just remember I love how much I love the mashed potatoes. Oh, mashed potatoes, great, are bomb. They are yeah. good. The kids still say that they're bomb. They're bomb. Yeah, that, we, we said it. I mean, I'm good either way. I, 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 but I'm still the kid in me when I go to KFC. I'm ordering all legs. I'm still like I, I don't want a thigh. I don't want I don't want a breast. Well, not, 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 I want, but I don't get. Uh, I want legs. Like I'm, I'm the one that's like, hey, can we get a three? Can I get a three piece? All legs, please. But luckily for them, I don't care about crispy or extra crispy. I can take either one. I do go. prefer extra crispy though. I do. Thank you for letting us into your world there. I'm always letting you <laughs> drink it in, man. All right, we have to go to break. Take a, take a drink of to, to TK, buddy. We gotta go to break. We gotta let Skins get out of there to call Jeffersonville. Which station is that on? 94.3? Ninety four three. Ninety four. I just said it, Trevor. I just said it two minutes ago. You said it off air three I, hours I, ago. I just said it two minutes ago. I'm Mike. I literally <laughs> said that 20 seconds before you asked me the question. I don't think you understand what the word literally means. I, I literally said it 20 seconds before you asked. You, you, can go back lit- and, you literally don't know what it literally means. You can go back and listen to that segment. And people listening have, have back. I didn't read the text, but I had literally said it 20 seconds before. I'm Mike. I've said like, it before. You also did it with the ACC Network thing. You're like, is this a Bally's game? I was like, I just said twice acc network i'm mike i say stuff <laughs> yeah you want to do your impersonation <laughs> you don't that's not even a person you just do that whenever you're mad about being I, I just, just to tick you off because there's a few things i can do to make you mad you're so easygoing it's like the, one of the few things i know that gets you mad that interrupting you when you're trying to go to break well that happens every time that's like the two things i know to do if i want like if i want to make mike mad i tried to throw the show to break three minutes ago for the first time <laughs> see exactly i'm mad about it too 
Thank you. I know. Scooter's got to get out of here to go to call the Jeffersonville game on 94-7. Yeah. So we're going to break. When we come back, it's our pick segment. We're going to wrap up the show. Thank you, Dingus. Uh, and we'll be back here. Thanks so much to everybody who stuck with us through that. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, even though you might be surprised. Here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Again, Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show, wrapping up here from Oxmoor Ford. It's been an Aerosmith theme. When that first came on for a second there, I was like, hold on, that's the Beatles. And they started singing. I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgot Aerosmith did a version. <laughs> I was like, for a second there, I was like, what? Uh, Trevor's got to, because Scooter's gone. You're playing that from your phone. I was like, what happened here? You just forget what the theme was? That might be one of the random songs like, that you can really confuse people. I mean, because it sounds like exactly the same when it starts. Yeah. I mean, I mean but also, like, who did it first? Beatles like, definitely did it first, the Beatles, right? The, no, the Beatles did it first. You're right. And, but it's just one of those songs like... I could see where that would be a blind spot for somebody not knowing the Beatles did it first, or even Aerosmith even covered it. Or I didn't know they did for a long time. Like there's some that like shake my head for it, but that's that's one I could give excuse for. Uh, quick shout out by the way, Louisville men's soccer in action, starting the weekend off on a high note. The, the number 15 ranked cards Boy, I like it. take down NC State. Um, one to nothing. Uh, they moved their unbeaten streak of matches to five. They have not lost in in five matches. The cards now six and two overall, uh, six two and two. Two one and one in the ACC. It's a good early lead uh, with the win with the uh, goal in the 34th minute, and then held on for a one nothing victory. Shout out the cards. Always good to start a weekend the right way. And the men's soccer team with John Michael Hayden at the helm got it done. They're going to win record, right? Don't they? Yeah, just six. Did you, you say you it? You did that on purpose, didn't you? No, well, actually, no. I was. I looking. swear to God, I thought you just did that on purpose. No, that, that one I did not do on purpose because I was looking at my phone while you were getting. You were, six two and two overall. Okay. Two one and one in the ACC. Because I had to log in because I'm I'm kind of producing the show remotely now that Scoots left. I 
So I was about to give you props for I was because for a second there I was like, oh no, he did that on purpose. No, that would, I wish I could have. I, w- I would love to take credit for it. Because I but... had literally just said that, but they are the uh, they're also the number fifteen in the country right now. Awesome. Top twenty, top fifteen team. From the men's soccer front. Oh, they ranked not that one. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that See, like, that was good. That was on purpose. I liked it. Uh, before, we, before we move on and give our, get to our pick segment, reminding you about uh, First Bankers Trust. Again, if you have money, you want to make more money, you want to invest that money wisely. I've got some money. I want to put it in a jar. Yeah, I'd like to put more in that jar. This is, uh, that's where you come in. That's where First Bankers Trust <laughs> yes. comes into play here. Uh, they work with you individually to make sure that you're going to meet your financial goals, and they do so by offering a wide range of services that include investment management, trust and estate services, philanthropic services, financial planning, and so much more. Learn more about their services over at firstbankerstrust.com. Winning football, winning banking, winning investment, winning everything. It all starts with one thing. Trust. Philan- what was that word you used? Philan- Philan- what the- Philanthropic. Philanthropic? Yes. What, what is that? Philanthropy is like uh, charity. Oh, yes. I can't say that word. I'm always, I'm always like Charles from, uh, I'm, like, I'm like your boy from sunny Philadelphia when I try to say that word. You can't say it? Yeah. I'm like full-on r- rapist. <laughs> well, let's cut that out of the uh, First Bankers Trust uh, <laughs> spot report that we sent to Did you ever see that sunny Philadelphia when he I tries to not. say it? And he, did, did he's not. on a date and he tells her, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-on rapist. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> it's a great episode. Firstbankerstrust.com <laughs> is the website. Again, we're out here at Oxmoor Ford. Stop by and see us. We're here until 6 o'clock, but it is now time for uh, the pick segment. We do this every Friday. This is the first time that we've gone into a, a Friday pick segment where Trevor Kelsey's been on top. We've been doing this now for over a year. I like being on top. You Okay, well, that... You are 24-16 and 16 on the year after your 8-2 performance last week. Woo-hoo! I am 23-17. and 17. You got me by a game last week. You now yeah, have me by baby. a game overall for the, the season. We start this as we always do. It's the high school game of the week. We put the poll up on Twitter. Riders not playing this week, so don't get mad. Oh, they're on, they're on bye. I was going to buy. I hadn't even been on Twitter yet to even look at who they were going against. It's kind of a light week in, in high school. Hey, we're not going to lose this week. Woo-hoo. Not going to lose. Uh, they, they, you know, they, I, hey, I told you I walked by. Soccer team was killing Iroquois the other night. Soccer team is scoring more points than the football team is. They're getting it done. Yeah, I'm amazed the soccer team's so good. I guess they have an Andrew Farrell's like, nephew on there or something. Maybe. I don't know if they're so good, but they're they're beating the Iroquois and the the Moors of the world. They're, they're taking them down. Back in the day when I was running the board for soccer, game, that is good. Like, I mean, when you're when you before every game, the referee looks at you and you go, "Run the clock." But sir, I thought you were supposed to do it when it's like to run the clock, young man. Well, it's a, it's a weird Friday night here locally in, in high school football because I think most schools, I think all JCB, most JCBS schools had fall break, and there's that rule where. If you don't have school, you can't play a game that night. So yeah. There were a lot of local high school games played last night, um, and then a lot of you have a lot of JCPS schools that are, I think, in order to avoid had that rule, are playing schools from outside the district this weekend. I actually meant to ask you this yesterday. Are so schools are out like for the next couple of, last couple of days? Or? I think they were out like today and Monday. They may have been out Thursday too. I can't because I, I'm realizing I'm, I don't. Know, I just it slipped my mind. I don't remember why yesterday, but. Yeah, Westport clearly was not having school on Thursday. And Evangel, when we were at the station, they had no traffic. Yeah, so I did, and I was like, wait a second, there's where's the you know the woman I both love and loathe at the same time, you know where's the traffic lady? But she wasn't there, no one was there, so I was like, okay, school must be out. Yeah. And today I came an opposite way, so I didn't I didn't know, but yeah. fall break is rolling here, so it, okay, cool. Limited amount of games, so you got a lot of local JCPS schools playing county schools, and then so you don't have a whole lot of like you know. Louisville versus Louisville games to pick from this week. Yeah. As we mentioned, we've got uh, Ryle at St. X on our airwaves tonight on 1450 The Big X. We've got Trinity 
versus uh, Cincinnati San X on 970 WGTK, and Jeffersonville playing whoever they're playing on 94.7 with Scooter Dingus on the call. Well, they're, they're playing they're playing somebody that's going to lose. That's right. Go Red Devils. Because Red Devils are going to win. This sounds like the one week Wagner would get team of the game, week, game of the week. They still wouldn't get it. <laughs> they, uh, you, yeah, you rolled your eyes last week at Atherton, who uh, was, was on the list. They played Seneca. They dusted Seneca, who had just beaten Wagner by 50 the week before. So Atherton, they got it rolling there. Uh, they at, they're playing at South Oldham, Eastern at Oldham County, Rylet San X, Fern Creek at DeSales. Those were your choices. It was a narrow vote, but the winner this week, the game that we're picking, our high school game of the week, is Ryle at San X. They got 36.9% of the vote, narrowly edging out Fern Creek at DeSales. Nick Roush crying to a pillow. Oh, well, speaking of which, I, you know, I'm glad you reminded me. Happy birthday, Nick Roush. Turned 31 today. Look at him. He's only 31. He's only 31. I thought he was like my age. No, he's uh, he's younger. He's, he's hair hit. loss. Yeah, <laughs> well, you don't have that in common. I assume yeah. we all are the same age. And he's got, he's got the two. Well, he's got one other. The yeah, one kid. He's got two kids. Second coming. Yeah. So, uh, saw so he posted the great pictures of Duke getting his first haircut the other day, or getting a haircut the other day on on Facebook. Happy birthday, Roush. So happy birthday, Roush. I think I guess he's down in Mississippi right now. Getting ready for the card. I assume he's down there. Yeah. Getting ready for Cards Boston College remote party. Remote party. He's a Louisville fan. <laughs> he is. Yeah. We love him. He loves his cards. So, happy birthday. Happy 31. Happy Reggie Miller to Mr. Nick Roush. Happy birthday, Roush. Uh, so, the winner was Ryle at San X. Um, the Ryle Raiders coming to town to take on San X, who is, I, I think, like the number one, number they two. They are number one. Depending on what rating you're looking at. No manual in some is, is number one. I thought they were one, and uh, Frederick Douglass was two, the one I see. I've noticed the other day. But Stop ranking Frederick. And then they run into a Louisville school to get beat. They don't even play. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, there's no no big-time football exists out of the city of Louisville in this state. Well, they, they, and they, they, like, avoid to try to play anybody good. They, well, they they scrimmaged Trinity last year, and I remember it was like when they were like, we deserve to be preseason number one, and Trinity won the scrimmage. I think seven hundred and sixty-two to nothing was the final score. I, I can't. I, I don't don't hold me to this, but sources tell me they were even scared to play male last year. I'm sure they were. They both had open spots at a, at a certain point, and somebody. Not male was a little scared to play because they didn't want to put their undefeated season on the line. Well, they're always undefeated until they get to the playoffs. I know right? exactly. So, uh, Ryle at San X tonight. San X, the reigning six A state champions. Ryle's got a good little program up there uh, in Northern Kentucky. Trevor, who you got here? Um, it's at San X. You said right at San X. Uh, I'm on the Big X. I, I, I to, to quote the, the the great DMX X gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. I'm. T- <laughs> We're going to rock. We're going to roll. We're going to X going to give it to you. That's going to give it to you. I'm going to take in uh, St. X uh, by 10. That song came out like when we were in high school. And like my, my St. X friends, that song they is, use it a lot. You use it. That's what I used it for the intro to St. X's broadcast tonight. It's, it works. That's what I use. It's, it's that song with some sound bites of John Spears, the voice of St. X football. Calling some touchdowns. That's what I used. By the way, we didn't talk about it. It was either that or Eye of the Tiger. We didn't talk about it uh, on Monday's show, but I mean, St. Trinity during Pride Week got. They were the they were the second place finisher in virtually every event versus Saint X last week. I think they lost because they have no pride. They lost all three soccer games. They lost the varsity game. They lost freshman JV and varsity football to Saint X, even though they should have won. From what it sounded like, my friend, I don't know, I don't know. If we're not calling for Jacob's job on the station or anything, but like my buddy was at the game because we're getting to the age now where I've got friends who have kids that are old enough to start going to the Trinity Saint X game. Oh yeah, and they're like, dude, our. Our Holy Trinity grade school offense was more inventive than this. What are we doing? Uh, uh, Get covered out back. We need to do something between you and, and TJ with, with this with this Pride Week every year now. Yeah, well, I, I picked Saint X last week. We both were right. You did, yeah. But I mean, we still should do something like you have to like give him like a fruit basket or something or 
show up on KRC or something like that. Oh, KRC, and just say nice things about UK for two yeah, hours. <laughs> we should have to do like a straight man's. Like he would have to come on here and do like talk like like, like a glowing like, about Lil Kenny Payne. Yeah, he would be my John Ramsey for three hours. Yes, I could, I could be his. Uh, it was the guy you always Ryan Lemon from KRC. Ryan Lemon. Yeah. Ryan Lemon. That, that's a good bet. I would like to do that. I think we should do that. All right, so we're both on San X for tonight's. Yeah, game. yeah. We're not picking this game, uh, but tonight actually a. a Fairly good late-night college football game if you want to stay up. I know you'll be up on ESPN. Number 15, Washington, on the road, taking on UCLA. Both teams 4-0. Uh, that'll be a fun game. Dorian uh, Thompson-Robinson, still the quarterback at UCLA. He is, yeah. Uh, Washington's got Michael Penix Who's Jr., like former. second, I think, in the country in passing yards this he's year. lighting it up. Should be a fun game. Who do you have there? Uh, by the way, Huskies are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, man, Michael Penix, I think I, you could stay kept him, man. Woo. Um, I'm going uh, Washington win and cover. I got Washington too. I think they're the better team. Didn't, uh, didn't somebody good come from Raw? By the way, am I thinking of? Didn't they have a big recruit not too long ago? I don't know. Isn't that who was the guy that played? Good teams. Who was the one that played tight end for us? That used to be a quarterback. We talked about him before. Was he? Wasn't he from Royal? No. Okay. Dixie. Uh, he was Dixie Heights, I think. Oh, was he? Okay. I think. Uh, sorry. So now we're getting to the games that we are picking tomorrow. Okay. Noon. Nooner. Fox, it's Big Nude Saturday. Oh, I love, love me a Big Nude Saturday. Getting nude on Saturday afternoons. Oh, yeah. Number four, Michigan on the road, taking on Iowa in their hapless offense. Michigan, 10.5 point favorite. This seems relatively straightforward, but Iowa does that thing. I told you about this, yeah. I think like there have been 40 games since 2008 where a unranked opponent has defeated a top-five team. Iowa's had four of them. They uh, – this is, this is their spot. This is where they typically get stuff done. They love to have top, top five teams. teams are one in five coming into to, to Nipper Stadium. Kinnick. Kinnick, sorry. Uh, they love it. They Let's live for it. <laughs> Who's, Nipper? Who's Nipper? That's, that's Cincinnati. You got Cincy on the mind. Yeah, I guess okay. I do. It happens. Uh, Hawkeyes, they, they had the, the famous game at the beginning of the year where they scored seven points without having a touchdown. <laughs> then they less dramatically scored just seven against Iowa State the week after and lost in, in the Cyhawk yep. Trophy game. They've scored 27 in consecutive weeks now. Not saying they figured things out, but they're scoring a little bit more. TK, does the upset trend continue? Does Michigan get got in Iowa City? What's the line again? Um, Michigan by 10.5. That's a lot of points. Iowa's offense has outscored their de- Iowa's defense 30-16 to 16 only, by the way. Whew. It's very way too close for anything to be normal. Um, I'm going to pick Michigan to hold on, but I'm picking Iowa to cover the line. I got Michigan winning and covering. I think this is this Iowa team. I think Iowa overrated. keeps it close. I don't. I'm, I I just have trouble trusting Michigan sometimes in Harbaugh, and I love Harbaugh I can normally. See that. I love I love the Harbaughs in the NFL, not as much in college. I can see that. Unless it's Dad, who's at Western. Uh, also at noon. Noon is actually kind of loaded. I feel bad for our UK friends because there's like a lot of good games during this hour, and of course, little you don't feel college. that bad. I don't, I, don't, I mean, a little bit. In, for for the diehards, the, the the true fans, the other <laughs> ones that can go to hell. But noon, ABC. Number 18, Oklahoma, on the road, taking on undefeated 3-0 but not ranked TCU team, their first real test. OU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Trevor, who you got here? Oh, it's a tough one because I am not an Oklahoma believer. Um, but I don't know. I know TCU said they just said undefeated. That's Sonny Dykes, right? Yes. He took over that job. Um, repeat me the line again. Uh, Oklahoma by five-and-a-half. Five-and-a-half. That sounds about right. I'm going to – I hate to do this. I'm going to take Oklahoma. I'm dreading this. I am think I'm going to regret this one. I'm going to take Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma, too. I mean, they, they lost That's the my regret already. I can already feel like I'm going to regret well, this. You, get, you got both the ones you regretted last week That's already. That's true. You're good. You're, you're they trying. lost to K-State last week, but they always lose to K-State. That's true. It's true. Always. I but they I didn't. They don't think they looked very impressive in the game before, if I remember right. Didn't they? They killed Nebraska in the game before. Oh, that was Nebraska. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And TCU 
kind of gutted out a win over SMU last week. They're 3-0, but they haven't. You know, they went over Colorado to start the year. looks less <laughs> Yeah. Because Colorado is that, That's the thing baseball. with TCU. I, you say they're 3-0. I, have, I don't know who they beat. I had no idea who they Nobody were. Really. Yeah, I made that much attention to them. Uh, also at noon, ESPN2, Jeff Brom and the Purdue Breakers on the road, taking on undefeated and 21st-ranked Minnesota. Is P.J. Fleck rowing the boat all over your boy, J.B.? This time I don't think you did say the spread, did you? Uh, 12 points. Wow, that's a lot of points. Okay. Um, he's going to row the boat. I think Minnesota's just too good. I mean, they, they're loaded with six-year seniors. Tanner Morgan, who's a Kentucky kid, by the way. Um, uh, Chris Autumn Bell, I think it's, it's back. He got banged up a couple weeks ago. He's back. Um, uh, Ingra, uh, Abraham or whatever's next the court running back, they're good. They're really good. Uh, they win, but I don't think they cover. I think they win by 10. I say take Purdue, get, give the point, get, take the points with Brom, but Purdue does fall to 2-3. and three. Not a good look for him. Love the Boilers. I think, I think Minnesota rolls in this game. Big. You think Minnesota rolls? Big. Do you, I mean, I like Minnesota to win, but okay. 42-17. They've looked pretty dominant all year, but they haven't really played a lot of like great teams, though. But they, they haven't. But they've blown out the teams they're supposed to, and that's a good step. I actually had to cut two pretty good 330 games because we were just too loaded this weekend. Wow, that's but crazy. 330 CBS, number two Alabama's on the road taking on number 20 Arkansas. Um, Alabama. I assume we're both going to take Bama. Alabama, yeah. I'm taking Bama. I'm taking Arkansas to cover the 17, though. Ooh, and yeah, it's a close one. Also, 330 at Fox had to cut, cut this one. Number nine, Oklahoma State on the road taking on number 16, Baylor. Um, that's a Baylor two-and-a-half-point favorite game. Well, I'd take Oklahoma State and take the points. I, I think take Oklahoma State. I was going to take Oklahoma State, too. But I, I, I liked Baylor last week, but not that much. It's an unofficial pick. This is an official pick. ABC, 330. ACC probably would be the matchup of the weekend in a normal week. Not this week, but it's number 22, Wake Forest, trying to bounce back from a gut-wrenching loss to Clemson on the road, taking on Florida State. They're number 23. They're 4-0. Have not lost. Seminoles are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. TK, where are you going here? I'm going to go Wake with the win, but Florida's, yeah, so low cover, so Florida State's giving six. So, yeah, I think Wake gets, pulls it out. I think the uh, FSU gets their first loss. I'm going Florida State. I think Wake. You said it is in Wake, right? It's at Florida State. Oh, oh. Uh, switch me then. I thought you said it was Wake. I'm sorry. I want to take the home team in this there one. There you go. I got FSU. I think that Wake just, the gut punch from last week carries over to this week. Florida State's hyped up. This is their first big, big, big game of yeah. the year besides the LSU one. Um, when on the, when on the fence like this, I like to go home team, so I'm going FSU. It's a, it's they're going to be I fired up at Doak Walker. I always say it wrong. Got it. Got it right. Well, you, you you see Doak Campbell. I usually say Doak Campbell. Well, Doak Campbell is them, right? They're Doak Walker, right? No, Texas is Doak Walker. Doak Walker's the award. Yeah, which is Texas. So Doak Campbell is is FSU. Yeah. They're Doak Campbell. Yeah. There you go. I see, I that's always remember, I that's always only remember sending Doak Walker played at Texas. Uh, you'll be able to, I assume, to hear this on our airwaves, Western Kentucky Troy? No, we've got IU. Okay, well, what will we, who, where will WKU be? WKU will be over on probably 9 or 94-7. You'll hear it somewhere. It's Western Kentucky at 7 o'clock hosting the Trojans of Troy in Bowling Green. Because IU plays at 6.30, 7.30 against Nebraska. We're going to get there. Uh, Western Kentucky is a five-point favorite. The Hilltoppers, 3-1. and one. Their only loss is that double overtime or overtime loss to Indiana from a couple weeks ago. Yep. Do they improve to 4-1 and one here in a showdown in the Conference USA? Oh, man. Um, it's not a CUSA game. Say what? It's not even a CUSA game. I forgot. No, it's not. Troy's the Sun Belt. Troy's the Sun Belt. Sun Belt Conference USA. Really, is there much difference? Pretty much the same. Thing. Yeah, it's 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 doing six and one half dozen, as my grandma would say. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? Screw. It. Let's go toppers, baby. I got the tops as well. We are. Yeah. We are 
in lockstep here. The game that you alluded to. Are we anything different from each other? We're exactly the same so far. Oh, wow. The game that you alluded Copier. to that we will have on 1450 <laughs> The Big X at 730. You can also catch it on the Big Ten Network. Indiana on the road taking on Nebraska. Hoosiers, despite being 3-1 and 1-0 and in the Big Ten, are five and a half point underdogs against a Nebraska team that is one and three, zero <laughs> and one, and has an interim head coach. Do the Hoosiers take this disrespect in stride, or do they pull out a road victory over the Huskers? I, I, listen, I don't know how really IU three and one. First of all, I mean, if, you, if you've watched, I've watched IU play all all their games this year. How they won the Illinois game is still baffling to me. Uh, but I just, I like that oh man. This is a trap game to me too. You know what? Nebraska gets the win. Damn it! I, I, I thought it was going to be more different. <laughs> I've got this Nebraska. feels like this feels like a trap game for IU going into Nebraska. Well, they're a five and a half point underdogs. Well, I mean, true, but I mean they're three and one. You wouldn't expect them to be underdogs. You shouldn't, I guess. You know. I think that they. I think not only do they. I don't know if they cut. They might. I would maybe take IU at the points though, because I think it'll be close. I think they get whomped. Like, I, I think, really? I think there's there's usually one game a year where Nebraska, besides last year, where Nebraska is like they're always bad, but they just like destroy somebody like fifty six to ten. You're like, what the hell? Like, how did they do this? You I get memories of Tom Osborne. This <laughs> might be that game. I think IU goes down and just gets uh, just gets whooped up a little bit. Well, if Scoots hadn't left, now he's walking out on you at Sorry, this Scoots. moment. Uh, they're calling it the biggest game in the history of NC State football. It's ABC seven thirty, number ten NC State on the road taking on Clemson uh, at Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina, the real Death Valley. Clemson is a seven-point favorite. Does NC State prove its worth and establish itself as a legitimate playoff contender? TK, who you got? First of all, this is a little hyperbolic because it's the biggest game in state. They've been I mean, saying it all week. I mean, they had some pretty big games when Rivers was there and going again, fighting for ACC championships. I mean, that's, I think that's a little hype. Um, that aside, oh, man, I – it's at Clemson, Real Death Valley, yeah. Um – I'm going to go, they went to double overtime last year, if I remember right. I'm going to say Clemson holds on closely again this week. You ready for this? Oh, uh, you going, you going upset me, taking the upset? Definitely in the Wolfpack. Uh-oh. Going off the road win, taking down Clemson. I think it's either that or Clemson wins by like 50. So See, I, can, I think, I think it's another really close. Because then they go double overtime last year, right? That sounds right. I think NC State wins, and here's my theory on this. I want NC State, again, to be like 9-1 and one before they play us. Because they have to buy their the deal they made with whatever sports god exists, they have to be nine and three or eight and four every single year. They can't they can't win ten games in the regular season. It's no, not allowed. They don't do it. So if they're nine and one, they play us. They're definitely losing to us. If they're eight and two, they're probably losing to us. We need them to have a good record early on. They get the win. They move to five and zero. Oh, everybody hypes them up. They're gonna fall flat on their face at some point between now and when they play us, and then we're gonna beat them again. So NC State goes into Death and they, Valley. They beat they beat they Clemson the last year too. And they, like I said, I think it was a double overtime. But I think they won that game. Did they? Because Clemson, Clemson was struggling early. I think that was their first loss of the year, finally. NC State, uh, yeah, they beat them in double overtime. Yeah, so I, thought, I, yeah I thought I remember being a really big game because that was the first game where we were like, Clemson's maybe not the usual Clemson that we're expecting. Seeing that they got off to a 5-1 and one start and had to get taken down to earth because Miami beat them, and then they yeah. lost to Wake Forest, and then they finished 9-3. So I feel better Classic about that. Classic NC State season So right Clemson there. gets re- revenge this year. I, I like this one now. I'm All doing right. good about I'm it. I'm taking NC State just because I really want to be different with at least one pick. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> and I don't think we're going to be different in the last two. Uh, also at noon, go back oh, yeah. to that loaded noon slate in Oxford, number 7 Kentucky on the road, taking on Ole Miss. ESPN has the coverage. The sad Lexington fans making the trip down there only get an hour of tailgating in the Grove. Uh, Ole Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That line has gone up throughout the week. Trevor Kelsey, does UK get this big win and solidify themselves as a legit playoff contender? 
I like Kentucky to get six and a half points. I think I see this game being a three, a field goal, maybe five point game. But I'm taking Ole Miss to win. I got Ole Miss by touchdown. I think they cover narrowly. I think it's a good back. I think it's one of those games where Ole Miss gets off to an early lead. It goes back and forth a little bit, but Ole Miss is always kind of in control, and they salt a victory away with it by a touchdown. But UK fans still say that they acquitted themselves well, and they, they never win this game. They never win this game, and uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Chris Rodriguez is playing this game, right? He's back. He's back. Their He's run been... game's been terrible. Now it's going to be great because they yeah. got Rodriguez back. Okay, we'll That's see. That's what everybody's saying. All right, the game of the week, though. Oh, yeah. In our world. Prime time. And the real world. And the Space Force world, <laughs> Chestnut Hill. Just not NASA. <laughs> alumni Stadium. Gross rain and cold weather. I mean, how bad alumni? You can't even get a sponsor. He's called alumni. Cunningham, Jerkovich, <laughs> Flowers, Evans, Halfley, Satterfield, Louisville versus Boston College. Cards are a 15.5-point favorite. What's your official prediction for this game, Trevor? Pain. Um... Probably anybody watching the game actually. Stop. I'm gonna. Say, <laughs> uh, I like. I like the cards. I'm gonna say Louisville by 14. Take Boston College in the points. I'm gonna go Louisville. 20, 28. Uh, actually, I'll go 11. 28, 17. I think it's a game where it, like, maybe 2014, but 2017. I'm gonna go with. I think fans are freaking out in the first half because Louisville has more self-inflicted mistakes that like make it a close game, a little back and forth. Maybe Boston College just takes an early lead, like 14-10 or something like that. I think it's just kind of a, a frustrating game where we don't look great, but at the end of the day, we're the better team. That wins out. We take control in the second half, and we kind of cruise—not cruise, but we, we we get a 30 to 20 victory that doesn't feel like it was that close at the end. We, we feel like we're in control of the total fourth quarter. So we're about in the same ballpark, yeah, man. I think so. Here's hoping we're right. Here's hoping we're celebrating a victory on Monday. Full week of shows next week. We're back to the normal times, three to six every single day. It's going to be nice. Uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody. Enjoy go, the football. Go Clemson. Get me a win in this week. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> That's the only game I need to concern myself with this since it's our strategy. It's like, we're, Clemson. <laughs> we're either going to be tied or you're going to be up too. Yeah, it's all, it's, all comes down to Clemson and NC State this week, no baby. There's no way around it. <laughs> everybody enjoy the football. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Happy early October to you. We'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock. Go Cards. BBC. Come together right now. Oh. Someone said this, and this is Garnet and Burgundy. Someone said this, and this is, well, that's Trump's face worth. That's Garnet and Burgundy.